This podcast includes adult content and explicit language. Can you imagine your dad like ringing you up at like 1am at some point like, Jamie said he didn't care about the innocents? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Dad, just give me a minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. Let's stop going on. I'm like 40. My dad's like in an old person. So I'm like, you couldn't imagine the fucking character development that was ruined? No, there have been three reboots since then, so you should be fine. Dad, which version are you talking about? The modern retelling. Mm-hmm. The modern retelling, all women version of Game of Thrones. Yes. The one that starred George R. R. Martin's grandson. Yeah. Great grandson. Uh-huh. The, the mockumentary style version. Which mm-hmm. which version are we talking here, Oliver? Mm-hmm. The one where Sophie Turner plays like Lysa. <laughs> <laughs> plays old Nan. <laughs> She reprises her role of old man as a cameo. (laughs) The old man cameo. (laughs) Imagining old man appearing on screen and the hordes of fans are like, yeah! Oh my god, oh my god, old man's confirmed. (laughs) She's in the universe. Sophie Turner's like, I'm not in Game of Thrones. Honestly, it's Photoshop. Don't believe what you hear. I have no idea what you're talking about, honestly. I support Game of Thrones as a show. Everyone oh. on it is great. I love them all. I am just not in this show. I was like, God, I saw her on set dressed as old man. Okay, so her hair is grey now. You know what that means? She's going to be old man. So if you turn a dyed her hair grey, that can only mean one thing. She's playing old, old man in the reboot of Game of Thrones. <laughs> such a good bit. <laughs> I know what our cold open's going to be. There we go. Welcome to episode 10 of Character Chaos. I'm Rhiannon. I'm joined by my co-host Margaret. Margaret, how are you? All rise for this episode of Character Chaos. <laughs> what? It's a boring drama. Coming in subtly, I see. <laughs> That's what we're doing. It's the theme. That is true, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> you are good then. I'm good. Just, just so you know, I'm, I'm good. That's good. And also, all rise. The defense is ready, Your Honor. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting one. <laughs> Just wanted to set the scene. Yeah. Do you want to continue to set the scene? <laughs> yeah, so this week is um, Margaret week, isn't it? It's, it's me. It's, it's you week. It's all about me. Yeah, so anyone who listened to I think the fourth episode, it was a me week. A you week. And I was just talking about a character I know that you don't. Yes. This week it's a character that I don't know and you know. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's our first one. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, we say that, like, I don't talk most of the time <laughs> in every episode. It'll probably just sound like a normal episode. Just me moitering on. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, you do talk more than me. But it's all about me today. Yeah. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. I am definitely ready. Cool. Do you want to tell us who, we, who we're doing? Yes. So, first, I have a very important question for you, Rhiannon. Go on. Would you consider yourself a gamer? No, I would not. <laughs> I. You said that with such sorrow. I, well, I must confess, I am not a gamer. So I downloaded the like Sims Four on my laptop, and my <laughs> MacBook surprisingly was not designed for gaming. I see. And it crashed my laptop. <laughs> broke so it. Your laptop is also not a gamer. No, no, no. Neither me or my laptop are a gamer. I had to go to the Apple Store and everything. It was. <laughs> Oh, Genuinely, no. I don't know if you remember this. Like my laptop, like fully like 
died and I, I had do to remember. Yeah, and I had to get it. Because you started to play the Sims. I just wanted to recreate Falcon and the Winter Soldier on the Sims, okay? What more can you ask? I made Sam and Bucky. <laughs> so you did eventually. I had to use someone else's laptop, I think. But <laughs> oh it was my laggy. God, to recreate Sam and Bucky in the Sims. Yeah. How did it turn out? I mean, again, the laptop was too laggy, so it didn't work. <laughs> Just the universe doesn't want me to be a gamer. I see. That's all. Right. And that is your only gaming experience. Yes. I don't even own a console for anything. I'm going to catch you out in a lie here. Objection. Go on. Objection. Did you not own a DS? Well, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. I'm like, I'm you, don't, you don't currently. No. I had the DS. I had the Wii. I had the PlayStation. I had the Xbox. You know. Right. Had them. Well, that is useful because today we are talking about a game that was on the DS. So you are frankly quite familiar. Was it on the DS? It was. I didn't know that. 2001 baby. Oh, Pretty sure. Okay. It was, was it originally on like the GameCube? I should know this. You know what? It's my first fucking fact. <laughs> I don't even know. Hold on. Give me a second. Go on. This is wildly unhelpful. Yeah, it looks it. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, oh wait, no, it wasn't originally the DS. It was for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, but then, okay. very soon after, for the DS, which I have played it on. Oh. So, you are familiar. Yes, I know how a DS works. Yeah, most of them are on the DS. Yeah. So okay. I think you're familiar. Okay. Okay, at least I'll, I'll know the, the basics then. Yeah, you're familiar. You're more familiar than you think you are. I think so. Just any adult game and anything like in recent years, nothing. Right. Well, luckily... This game we're talking about today came out in 2001. Oh. So it's even before our time. We were babies. (laughs) We weren't even present. We were one. We were one. I didn't know it was that old. Actual babies. I mean, there have been games since. The franchise is still going. But this game we're talking about today is actually really old. Okay. Yeah, 2001. So not a gamer, but kind of a gamer. What do you know about Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney? Right, okay. Just... What you have ever told me. What have I told you? That that it's like it's like very courtroom based. Obviously you have like you have like Phoenix right and then you have the character that we're gonna be talking about. Yes. And then it's gay. <laughs> That's all I know. Is that my summary of Phoenix right to you? From what I've gathered over the years of knowing you, yes. You know what? That's pretty good. Is that all I need? I'm not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. I would say that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a it's a part detective, solve the crime, part defend your client, solve the murder game. Okay. Basically, I mean, yeah, we're going to be talking mainly about the first game, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Cool. From 2001, so full spoilers for, like, pretty much every detail of that game. And kind of spoilers for um, details about Miles Edgeworth in future games. Because right. today... We are talking about Miles Edgeworth. Okay. Your boy, Miles Edgeworth. So anything pertaining him, I may mention, but other details of future games, not really. So not really spoilers for anything else. Mainly just this first game. Okay. So, would you like the facts? Yes, I would. So, Miles Edgeworth. Now this game is originally in Japanese. Okay. So Miles' actual name in Japanese is... Alright, let me see if I can do this. Riji Mitsurugi okay. is his normal name. <laughs> that is his like actual name. I think Riji means like cleverness. So it's right. meant to be like wit. That's kind of why he was given the name. In the English 
port of the game, they gave him a whole new name. They called him Miles Edgeworth. And Edgeworth is kind of meant to mean, like, worthiness. Uh, yeah. Kind of like his whole family is, like, worthy of justice, that kind of thing. And he's the first character we have looked at who is, like, physically designed by someone. <laughs> because normally right. we, like, talk about actors who are, like, dressed by, like, a costume department and makeup. But, yeah. like, it's an actor. Whereas this guy was literally physically designed by, like, a human being to specifically be how they want him to be. Okay. So he was... His character design was by Tatsuro... Iwamoto. Alright. And the whole game and like Miles's personality was created by Shu Takumi. Okay. And a fun fact is that with the character design, according to Shu Takumi, Edgeworth is a really difficult character to develop compared to the main guy, Phoenix Wright. Mm-hmm. But Edgeworth's character came together once Takumi decided that he would be rich. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, now I know what this guy's gonna be. Okay. <laughs> now he's rich, I get a vibe. Uh-huh. So that's kind of where he comes from. He was basically created to be this, like, unlikable, cold, kind of intimidating, cool, tragic figure. Mm-hmm. But then, as the games went on, they realised that fans really liked him. And, like, as a rival to the main character, he's way more interesting when he's more complex. And he's kind of helping out the main character and being less evil. So, you know, he, he evolves. But okay. he's designed to be pretty intimidating. Mm-hmm. Pretty, like, hard shell, tough nut to crack. I have forgotten to already use my presentation. I'm going to give you some pictures. Yeah, so... Also, yeah. I have a little presentation here of <laughs> slides of pictures. Just of pictures of Edgeworth doing various <laughs> things. Most of them are just visual references for Rhiannon. We'll put all the pictures on a Google Doc in the description. Yeah. So you can look at them there. And we'll try and describe what we're looking at if we are describing what we're looking at. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll just be like bopping on the screen for Rhiannon. Just yeah, to see. yeah. Because I don't know anything about this game or yeah. <laughs> what he looks like so it is quite helpful to to see him you know well here is what he looks like what do you think i, I see what you mean when you said that like person wanting to make him look rich <laughs> does he look rich he, he definitely looks rich yeah what are you thinking with his, his good ascot and his his red blazer mm-hmm. he looks good does he intimidate you in that second picture a bit yeah yeah you, you're staring me down a bit there <laughs> a little bit <laughs> i think that's what they're going for mm-hmm the game, you are playing as Phoenix Wright, who's this man. The, the in one the, in the... In the blue. The one not in the bright red blazer and the ascot. Yep. <laughs> yes, other guy with the spiky hair. In the normal suit. His name is Phoenix Wright, this is Edge's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the main character, it's called Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Okay. He is an Ace Attorney. You play as him. So basically everything in the game is from Phoenix's point of view. So it... Everything we know about Miles is kind of coloured by Phoenix's experience. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of looking at everything from Phoenix's knowledge, basically. Okay. So just to remind you, even though it's going to feel like Miles Edgeworth is the main character, he is actually the main character. <laughs> but there's also Miles. Yeah, in my head, our character's <laughs> already the main character. Yeah, I, as I thought Arbed was the main character of Community and was completely yeah. shocked when he was not the main character of Community. <laughs> well, it's not Miles Edgeworth, Ace Attorney, unfortunately. Okay. There are future games which are based on just Miles, because okay. he's a huge fan favourite. Is he like popular enough to get his own things then? Yeah, he's okay. great. But we are really playing as Phoenix. And it's kind of a split between there's a murder, you kind of investigate the crime scene. I don't know legally how much lawyers are allowed to do that, but in this game you do. <laughs> and you investigate the crime scene a little bit, you talk to people, and then court happens, and then you are basically trying to defend your client. Because Phoenix is a defense attorney. Okay. You are defending. Miles is prosecuting. Love and that's that. the vibe. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of rivals. It's really fun. Love that. Yeah. 
And you may know Miles Edgeworth from one of his famous quotes, I think I'd like to make you aware of, which is, you are not a clown, you are the entire circus. <laughs> that is a Miles Edgeworth quote. <laughs> you may know him from his greatest hits, such as this quote. Okay, that's amazing. I thought I'd make you aware of that. <laughs> and basically, mm-hmm. my theme today is basically queer subtext. Okay. I feel like if there's a theme with Miles, it's, this man's gay. <laughs> okay. And he really oozes gay man throughout the story. But he's still his own well-developed character. But you can really tell there's a lot of depth in his, like, yearning for Phoenix, right? Right. And his other complex attributes. Okay. If there were, like, sub-themes, it would also be, like, him and Phoenix like, the ultimate friends to enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. Complex journey together. And also Edgeworth kind of has, like, a redemption arc. Kind of. Of course. Bit of both. Mm-hmm. Not to undersell what great a character he is without Phoenix, but it's a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. And also, I should say that Phoenix and Edgeworth as like a couple are like super popular. Okay. It's like a really popular ship. Mm-hmm. Both, it's called um, Narumitsu in Japan, because that's their names. Yeah. And in like more English stuff, it's called Rightworth. Okay. Phoenix Ryan Edgeworth. And they're like super popular. Man, there's so much fan fiction. Really? And like, it's genuinely a really popular thing. And it's, it's considered to be canon by the writers, basically. Okay. Because, like, in Japan, you can't have overtly gay people. <laughs> yeah. It's like the rest of the world in that sense, but also kind of even more strict. And I think the creators of the game have said they're basically... They basically love each other. So it's basically considered canon. Okay. So Miles is kind of written with this intent of being a gay person. Okay. So it's very popular. Okay. I mean, Just so you're aware. Like, how much of it is, like fans and how much of it is like actual canon material everything i'm gonna tell you today is canon and i think it's gonna seem real gay to you i bet it will i think you don't need any fanon to see that they're basically in love the writers kind of have the intention even though it's not there and basically every single like person on youtube who i've seen play these games gets to a certain point and is like are these guys dating <laughs> Every single person will play this and be like, these guys are gay, right? It's like real obvious. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say it's technically not canon, but there's no real fanon because no real fanon is needed. Okay. I think everyone who ships this just uses what's there because it's all basically there. Right there. Yeah. Okay. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm intrigued now. I'm intrigued. I'm excited. I think you're going to really like him. Okay. Yeah. I have a good one. Cool. Oh, I'm going to give you a little brief. This could be fun. Um, I wasn't intending to do this, but I thought it could be fun. Basically, I'm going to give you a list of Miles' favourite things and Miles' <laughs> least favourite things. Okay. Just as fun. Miles' favourite pastimes include updating the autopsy report. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to mid-trial update the autopsy report and piss off Phoenix Wright. Oh, okay. It's really funny. He likes finger-pointing really okay. intensely when he objects. Uh, he likes watching his favourite TV show, The Steel Samurai. <laughs> His favorite show. He really loves it. Okay. And he loves his husband Phoenix Wright. Oh, that's his favorite thing. Is that list of priority? Yep. <laughs> you know what? No, I'll put Phoenix at the top. Okay. Then updating the autopsy then report the autopsy. and everything else. And things that Miles doesn't like so much. Um, old ladies that annoy him. <laughs> he does not like old women. Okay. Children that call him old. Doesn't like those either. He has a, a very small window of people he likes. So- old people, young people, no. You gotta be in the middle. Yep. Gotta be Phoenix's age and okay. no one else. He does not like asking for help. He does not like thanking people. Mm-hmm. He finds it uncomfortable. 
Um, he doesn't like being accused of murder, as we will see. <laughs> okay. Not a fan of being accused of murder. Does that mean he gets accused of murder? Mm-hmm. And okay. he does not like earthquakes. Doesn't, that's, that's fair. Doesn't like him. Really, real soft spot for him. Does not like earthquakes. Relatable, really. <laughs> no, that one's reasonable. <laughs> I also don't like getting accused of murder or earthquakes. <laughs> oh my god, are you the same person? <laughs> oh my god. Do you also love your husband, Phoenix, right? Yes. <laughs> Um, insight for you into Miles very early on. Uh-huh. Okay, so. I have an overview. <gasps> Yay! Okay. I've never done this before. First time ever, Margaret is doing the overview. Popping my cherry for the overview. You're <laughs> 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 such fucking idiots. Okay, so. Okay. To set the scene, it is modern day. So, despite how Miles dresses, by the way, Miles thinks it's the 18th century. Mm-hmm. However, it is modern day. <laughs> I was wearing headphones in the little picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's the modern day. I say it does look like he's, like he's straight out of Tudor <laughs> England. Literally, like he thinks it's the 18th century. Trust me, it is modern day. Okay. The original thing is set in Japan, but in the localized versions that I play, they change it to LA. Basically, if you have you ever seen the movie Big Hero 6? Yes. I think of it as San Francisco, which is where that's set in, oh. which is a mixture of Japan and um, LA, in my mind. Okay. Bit of both. Modern day, that's where we are. And Miles Edgeworth is a prosecution attorney. Mm. Perhaps one might say the best in the world. <laughs> he is incredible. Damn. He has never lost a case. All right, okay. He is only 24. So he's only been going for four years. <laughs> he's done two cases. He's However, never lost a case. He has never lost a case. <laughs> Technically, we've never lost a case. (laughs) See, it's not that hard. However, he has never lost a case. Bear that in mind. Yes. So from Phoenix's perspective, because that's who we are, Miles was a kid that he knew at school. He was his childhood friend, Miles, who was a passionate kid. He was super outspoken. He loved defending the innocent. He And he wanted to be just like his dad, Gregory Edgeworth, who was a really famous defense attorney. A lovely man, brilliant father, definitely not going to die. Oh, no. <laughs> but he's a really nice kid, and he loves his dad, wants to be a defense attorney just like his dad. Oh, Rip Gregory. <laughs> Miles even defends little Phoenix Wright in a mock class trial they have as kids when they're like eight years old. Mm-hmm. He defends Phoenix in this little court. Oh. He just loves being a lawyer, loves defending the innocent, loves that stuff. However, one day, Miles moves schools because okay. his dad dies. And Phoenix never sees him again. And we know now that Miles was raised by a man called Manfred von Karma in Germany. Love that. Along with his adopted sister, Franziska. Okay. And he's raised in Germany. Okay. And then Phoenix Wright becomes a defense attorney. And on his second case ever, who is his prosecution attorney? But Mr. Miles Edgeworth. Okay. A now cold calculating man who engages in some pretty foul play. (laughs) This is not the man that Phoenix Wright remembers. Okay. And throughout the game we play, Miles keeps losing cases to Phoenix because Phoenix is the main character. He wins cases to his growing frustration. He is a great prosecution attorney. Why is Phoenix winning all these cases? Uh He uses some dodgy methods. He manipulates testimonies. He just wants to complete his streak of never losing a case. All he cares about is his job. Okay. And in the fourth case in this game, Miles becomes accused of murder. Oh, okay. And Phoenix has to defend him from this murder. This is the case I'm going to talk to you about. So I'm going to, I'm not going to tell you what happens, but I'm going to explain that case to you later. Okay. But just so you know, he gets accused of murder. Mm-hmm. 
And he becomes, over the course of the game, more of like an ally to Phoenix. He starts to like warm up to him a bit. He starts to be more on the side of justice, not just his own selfish job. He starts to feel more that he wants the truth and honesty and justice. And like, yeah, just generally becoming a bit of a better person. Mm -hmm. And later on in life, Miles continues to be a prosecution attorney. At one point he fakes his own death for a while, (laughs) which is very upsetting for Phoenix. Okay. He goes on many adventures in his own solo games (laughs) as a prosecution attorney. He mentors some other prosecutors in some other games. Mm But he continues to develop his relationship with Phoenix. And they become very close. And he even sometimes is a bit of a defense attorney. He kind of helps Phoenix sometimes. They really grow together. And where we are now in 2028, Miles is 36 years old, a man of a ripe old age of 36. (laughs) (laughs) He is the chief prosecutor in San Francisco or whatever the hell. Mm -hmm. And he's living his best life with his husband, Phoenix, and basically his adopted daughter. And he's... Fighting the good fight and doing his job. Okay. And that's kind of where Miles is, as far as we're aware in these games. Right. That's basically an overview of Miles' life. Okay. Okay. But I've left out some vague details that we will fill in later. Yes. So that is Miles. So as the master of overviews, what did you think? That was a good overview. That's a good you. overview. It was weird passing the, the baton over. <laughs> the torch uh-huh. of the overviews. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Did, did you like doing the overview? It was fun. It it was intimidating. I don't... I think, weirdly, we kind of came up with the overview for this podcast as, like, an idea. Mm -hmm. I don't think either of us know what an overview should be like. It's just kind of something we're figuring out. Yeah. Not at all. I get what you mean when you make one and you're like, is this what it's meant to be? I don't know. (laughs) We kind of made it up. I'm just gonna say a few things. Say a few words. It's probably not helpful to anyone. (laughs) My overviews. You know what? That's some feedback I would love. Is this any good? (laughs) Do yeah, do you know what? Are the overviews helpful? Oh, but you like the job, though. That'd be sad to get rid of it. I mean, it won't kill me, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? Fair enough. It's not gonna kill me. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. So, we're gonna, we're gonna look at mainly three cases in this game. Okay. Basically, Phoenix Wright is made up of four cases that you take on as a defense attorney. Mm-hmm. Miles is not in the first one, it's basically like an introduction. Oh, okay. He's, don't he's, need he's not there. <laughs> Man is not there. However, case two, he is there. Okay. So case two, kind of phase one. Miles sucks in this case. <laughs> he is a pretty intimidating, cold calculating, horrible prosecution attorney. Okay. He's he's cool though. He's fun. Are you like meant to see him as like if you're playing as Phoenix, are you meant to like see him as like the antagonist? Then? Yeah. He's like your rival. Okay. He's like at every corner undercutting you. Okay. He is Phoenix's rival. Okay, so like you want to be in. Yeah. Okay. He, he's like getting under your skin. You really hate this guy. <laughs> that's kind of what you're looking at when you're playing this game, uh-huh. is this guy. Obviously, he's updating the autopsy, the autopsy report. report. is outdated. <laughs> he, he does like the autopsy report. <laughs> Basically, every time Phoenix is like, I have a case, and he's like, oh, Phoenix, that's from the outdated autopsy report, isn't it? <laughs> I'll update it for you. Your case is now null. <laughs> that's basically what's happening. <laughs> that's quite funny. <laughs> Okay, so, the first thing we ever hear about Miles Edgeworth is Phoenix, who says, before we meet him, when he's describing him, he says he doesn't feel pain, (laughs) he doesn't feel remorse, and he won't stop until he gets his guilty verdict. That's what we hear about him before we meet him. Okay. Man has never lost a case and he doesn't intend to start now. Okay. He's known as the demon prosecutor. This man's scary. Okay. So the first thing we see is that he's very intimidating. He's also ruthless. 
like in this second case, I won't describe it. I'm just going to mention the bits that are relevant to Miles. But um, at one point, the suspect tries to throw Phoenix under the bus and make Phoenix seem like the murderer. Oh. And Miles is like down to throw Phoenix in prison. Oh, <laughs> Miles no. is like, okay, as long as I win, sure. He just wants to complete his streak. Miles. It's a real tough look for Miles, but he's just <laughs> fine with Phoenix going to prison. You're not going to get a boyfriend if you throw him in prison. <laughs> he's playing hardball, honestly. He's playing, playing hard, hard to get. To get. <laughs> Throwing him in prison. That's you know, the long con. Pulling on the, the pigtails in the playground. <laughs> throwing him in prison. I'm thinking also this one does the death penalty for murder, so Miles, you really throw him oh all there. It's not looking good. It's a real tough look for Miles. <laughs> he also does not really care about the truth. Like, in case two, he knows that his suspect is. The suspect of the case that he is, I guess, kind of defending. Because he's, you know, prosecuting the defendant. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows that he didn't do it. That the defendant didn't do it. He doesn't care. I think in case two, the suspect who Miles thinks actually did the murder has like bought out the judge and the cops and it's all rigged mm-hmm. and they will never send him to prison. And Miles is cool with that. <laughs> Dude doesn't care that like the suspect has just like bought out the entire court. At okay. one point, the suspect gives like a witness testimony and basically shows he knows more than he should. Miles just lets him revise that halfway through and give a new testimony that like has better details and doesn't make him look suspicious. Okay. Just completely dishonest. Not looking good for Miles, doesn't like the truth. He just wants to win. Oh my god. He does some real Annalise Keating shit. Oh, okay. Where basically the witness who did the murder um, accidentally reveals that they know things about the layout of the room where the murder took place that they shouldn't. Because, you know, he knew the layout when he killed the victim. And so Miles gets him to confess that he wiretapped the victim to explain why he entered the room. Which, you know, is still illegal. Yeah. But it's not as illegal as murder. He's <laughs> a fucking slippery snake. He's like, yeah, he knew that because he wiretapped the victim. That's why he knew the layout of the room. Not because oh. he murdered her. He's a real slippery snake. Okay. It's, it's not true, but it's very smart of him. And the yeah. guy nearly gets away with it. A lesser and, crime, I guess. Yeah. And as soon as... Just every time you as the player, as Phoenix, mm-hmm. feels like you're getting somewhere. Miles is like, hold the fuck up. I have an excuse for this. Oh, He's a real God. dickhead. I should also mention, we didn't talk about this. You, you're like doing a law degree. Yes. You know law things. Yes, I am. So please um, inform me of when that's relevant. Oh, I can try my best. I mean, I'm doing a law degree. They don't teach me how to be a lawyer. I see. So I don't know how a courtroom works. I just get taught the law. Do you know what? That's very intriguing and very stupid. <laughs> Why do they not teach you how to be a lawyer? Because then you, because then you do the LPC. Ah. Which teaches you how to become a lawyer. Like legal practice. So you, so you need a qualification ah. to practice law. So I can't practice law. I just know a lot about laws. That's like me. I'm learning about psychology, but I have no idea how to be a clinician. Yeah. Ah, cl- oh, that makes sense. It's like a further... You have to keep going. Huh. So, oh, that sucks. <laughs> you don't even get to know how to object? Mm-hmm. Ah. That's not fun. Yeah, so I've got like I've got an understanding of the law okay, cool. and like a basic understanding of courtrooms. Cool, but like okay, not 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 as not as good as it should be. That's fair. And I'm also not going into law, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Everything information that's gonna go out the brain. Yeah. at some point, unless you're watching a law show. Mm-hmm. But I I do like consuming media about law though. Okay, cool. I do like it. This is very that. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, I don't know. You kind of get the feeling that while Miles is a piece of shit during this trial, mm-hmm. Phoenix is like kind of upset because like this isn't the guy he knew at school. This is like a whole different person. Like yeah. he has a he doesn't even recognize this guy. He has a whole vibe of um 
you know, in the good place, they're like, you changed, man. You used to be cool. But you changed. Like, that's really what's happening here for Paul Phoenix. Okay. Miles doesn't even really seem to give him any attention, which can't help. And were they, like, friends in school, or did they just know each other? Was it just someone like, you knew? Kind of kind of besties, briefly. Okay. Brief besties. Okay. <laughs> Few months besties. Cool. But Phoenix, as we will find out, never forgot him. Phoenix <laughs> carried a torch for quite a while. <laughs> this poor man. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. So that's case two. Basically introducing you to the fact that Miles sucks. Yes. He's a very good prosecution attorney, but he's not mm-hmm. a fair one. To be fair, he sounds good at his job, technically. Yeah. Pretty good at his job, and he will do anything he can to continue his streak of always winning his cases. Yes. However, you are the main character of this game, so you win the second case. It's the first case Miles has ever lost, and he is pissed. Yeah, I'm not surprised. You broke his streak of, of, of four years, but you broke his streak. <laughs> <laughs> He's still mad about it. So in case three, okay. our second case is going to be confusing. We get phase two, where Miles is a better lawyer and an even better friend. Mm-hmm. Where basically, Miles is like real depressed that he lost his case. He's real mad at Phoenix for like okay. losing this case. And yeah, basically you get other characters mentioning to Phoenix that like, Miles is sad. <laughs> you made Miles real sad. Other characters basically really simp for Miles. Uh-huh. So you kind of hear whisperings about it. And in this case, we get him, you know, in the courtroom again, being the prosecution for yet another case that Phoenix is defending, once again. Oh, no. Showing up. And he's kind of a little different. He's a bit more flustered. Oh, okay. There's kind of this um, witness who... Basically, in this case, there are all these witnesses who are these big personalities that are really annoying Miles. Okay. Like, there's this old woman called Old Bag. He hates old women. Keeps pissing him off, right? There's a quote here I have of... Objection. I object to the witness's talkativeness. No. <laughs> He's just really mad about it. Oh. I think it's his witness. <laughs> He's still mad about it. <laughs> Objection to his own witness. <laughs> Literally. Like, old bag, this witness, hates young people, and so she keeps calling Miles a whippersnapper and no. does not answer his questions and is really annoying him. That's <laughs> kind of an interesting moment where old bag kind of reveals that she's not entirely telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, Phoenix is, you know, cross-examining the witness and, like, finding out why she's lying. And Miles kind of helps him. There's a moment where she kind of reveals, she's like, I was told not to talk about that. And Miles is like, told not to talk about what? And Miles is like, by whom? And like, they're kind of ganging up on her. It's kind of nice. He's like kind of edging for the truth. Working together. Teaming up with Phoenix, which is nice. Sometimes if um, you as the player, Phoenix, uh, asks like the wrong question to the witness, he just laughs at you. (laughs) (laughs) Because he knows you're being dumb. Oh, Oh, Miles. Somehow that's worse than getting annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) He's so condescending. It's great. And then Miles is also bad with children. Aww. There's a witness in this case who is an eight-year-old. He is very small. And basically, the judge asks Miles to be nice to him, to be gentle. And Miles is struggling with that. He keeps calling him witness. And he's like, oh, I, I mean, uh, Cody, <laughs> can you answer my questions, please? There's a really funny bit where, as I will show you in the slides, the judge basically says that, the kid brings in a camera into court and the judge's like photographic equipment is strictly forbidden in this courtroom. Mm-hmm. And Miles basically says, my apologies, your honor. He said he wouldn't testify if he couldn't bring it. <laughs> and Phoenix basically says, wait, so you're saying you had to bargain terms with a kid and you lost? <laughs> <laughs> and Miles is like, yeah, oops. Oh so, no. So good with kids. Gets bossed around by children. Yeah. I, I, I like that though, that's his... <laughs> That's the one his flaw thing. <laughs> Children who just annoy him. him. I mean, the kid keeps calling him Pops. <laughs> Calls the judge, as you saw um, with the 
That's the judge calls him Gramps with the beard. <laughs> Miles is not having it. Okay, this kid has some family issues. <laughs> I think that needs addressing. Cody's hilarious. We love Cody. They had to get him a little milk crate to stand on so he could be on the witness chair. Aww. Miles is kind of caring more about the truth here. Mm-hmm. Basically, at one point, Phoenix proves that, or at least shows evidence that one of the witnesses, not his um, client, one of the witnesses, Vasquez, seems to be guilty of this crime, of this murder. And Miles kind of joins Phoenix's size. There's this really funny moment where Phoenix basically shows, maybe it's like coincidental, but it seems like she could have easily committed the murder. So there's no proof that she did it, but she easily could have, if that makes sense. Right, okay. Yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah. I what you mean. Okay, mm-hmm. but basically, Phoenix kind of shows that, and so Miles kind of thinks he's right, but there's no proof. And basically, at one point, when the judge goes to end the cross examination of the witness and is basically ready to declare Phoenix's client guilty, Miles yells objection midway through. Uh huh. And when the judge goes like, "Yes, Mr. Edgeworth," Miles just goes, "I was hoping to come up with a question while I was objecting, Your Honor. <laughs> I didn't." <laughs> help but he doesn't really know what to do like he shows he's willing to help he tried and then i think vasquez is his witness but he decides to prosecute his own fucking witness to side with phoenix and is like no she did the murder i'm gonna help you phoenix okay that she did the murder they like team up against her and like i think at the one point the witness gives an excuse as to why she didn't do it and miles points out the flaw in her testimony and basically cross-examines her himself because he knows she did it (laughs) away his job because he's like no this is the truth okay he's like on the side of justice it's kind of nice okay definitely not allowed but he does it not at all <laughs> but you know he uh-huh. helps phoenix and you know he's kind of it's showing some like genuine truth of character okay which is nice. mm-hmm. and then yeah they they win the case he, he kind of lost which is sad and doesn't help his streak but maybe he's already one case down he's like well the streak's gone what can you do lads at that point you just gotta cut your losses don't you yeah might as well be on the side of justice while you're there might as well. well you're I guess if it was the last case, I'd be like, damn, okay. He's lost his streak. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And then after this case, mm-hmm. we come to an incredibly iconic moment. On Twitter, the anniversary of this quote is celebrated. Okay. Where basically we have an iconic line outside the courtroom. Miles goes up to confront Phoenix, like talks to him directly for the first time. And Miles says, I must say, I hadn't expected to meet you again after all these years. Thanks to you, I am saddled with unnecessary feelings. Oh, (laughs) come on. In there. And that is gay as hell. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. That's gay. That's not queer subtext. That's queer text. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Unnecessary feelings? feelings. Yeah, the word feelings. Feelings for him, unnecessary. He then goes to talk about how the feelings are getting in his way and he tells Phoenix to stay out of his way. You're making me feel things. I can't do my job when I feel things for you. It's beautiful. Oh my God. So yes, that is something that is celebrated. I think it's like, I don't know, some date of the year where this case happens and it is celebrated every year (laughs) by the fans. I love that. It's very gay. That's amazing. When I was watching Game Grumps play this playthrough earlier, at this point, Aaron Hansen said, this was scientifically formulated to be gay fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it's this moment where every person who plays through this game is like, oh, wow, are they gay? Uh-huh. They're gay, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, Miles does really give this, like, closeted gay panic in him mm-hmm. of, like, I don't care about anything but you. <laughs> Yeah, you, you're making me feel things, I don't like it. That's fun. It's very cute. And there's a funny moment where afterwards, this girl Maya, who's like Phoenix's 
best friend. Like she's like, like she's like seventeen, but she's on his defense council. It's weird. Okay. This game's weird. But she basically someone asks like, "Hey, you and Miles friends?" And Miles like, "No, they're rivals. They're bitter rivals." And Phoenix just goes like, "For now, we are. I guess." <gasps> so there's oh. hope. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh. And that is case three. Oh my god. That's so gay. <laughs> oh, we've scratched the surface. <laughs> but that is the iconic line. Yeah. Extremely gay. Look at him. He's so sad. It's unrepressed feelings. I could see that quote being like the Twitter bio of every like 17 <laughs> yes. year old Stan, you know? That would have been mine. That would have been yours. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unnecessary feelings. My poor boy. So, case four turnabout goodbyes. This okay. is the case I'm mainly going to be talking about. Okay. This is what will take up the bulk of the episode. So I think it's going to get gay. <laughs> this is why things get very gay. Okay. Because this is why Miles is not just the prosecution attorney that annoys you. Now he is a character in this story. Mm-hmm. So this is going to get quite confusing. I'm going to present the case to you. This murder case to you. And I'm going to give you bits and pieces. I'm going I'm to ask you what you kind of think. See if you can kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. There are two cases. Weirdly, it's confusing. There is the main murder case. And there was what is known as the DL6 incident, which is basically the case of Miles's dad's murder. Oh, okay. Which will... Gregory. Gregory? Yeah. Did I mention that? Yeah. Aww. Well done. <laughs> we're not remembering. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Gregory Edgeworth? <laughs> yes. Good old Greg. Points. <laughs> yes, the murder of Gregory Edgeworth. Classic Greg. Do you know what? I was going to worry you wouldn't pick up names. I think I'm good. I th- <laughs> I'm going to remember. <laughs> It's all on you now. <laughs> no, I'm so happy you remembered. This is great. Okay. okay, so DL6 will be mentioned. I will go into more detail later, but just be aware. But I'm mainly going to be focusing on the murder case. And okay. then in between bits and pieces of the murder, I'm going to talk about Miles's character moments, where things get kind of gay, and we learn more about him. So. Oh, and also, um, at the time where this is the main murder is happening... The statute of limitations on the DL6 incident is going to run out very soon. Oh, shit. So things are happening now because that case is going to be irrelevant in a few days. Shit, okay. Gotta Just... have a, a fun time pressure on yeah, there. basically. Just to be aware. Mm-hmm. So let's get gay <laughs> in this. So, okay, I'm going to give you the cutscene of the murder. This is what it always starts with. Basically, we kind of see the murder. Okay. So, we're on a boat in the middle of a lake. Okay. It's a little cutscene and basically someone on this boat says... Something to the effect of it's been 15 years, right? It's a long time. You can't imagine how much I've suffered. But now is the perfect opportunity. And I shall have my revenge. And then one of the men on the boat points a gun at the other and says, Merry Christmas! And shoots him. (laughs) And the other guy falls into the sea. Oh my god. And who is left holding a gun in this boat? But Miles Edgeworth. Oh, okay. Murder suspect. Oh, shit. Also, isn't Merry Christmas hilarious? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Ben. <laughs> you have no idea how many times I've wanted to mention that to you in the last few episodes. <laughs> no, I've got to save it. It's so funny. <laughs> so, Miles is a murder suspect. Uh-oh. I mean, fair enough. He is holding a gun, just said Merry Christmas. Oh, it might not have been him who said Merry Christmas. Is it him who said Merry Christmas? It looks so dodgy. Yeah, just a bit. He's left on a boat, the other guy is dead, holding a gun, not looking good. Yeah. (laughs) Would you want to defend this man in court? No, not at all. (laughs) Okay, anyway, luckily you don't have to defend him. Phoenix does. So, 
It seems like Miles has committed a murder on Gord Lake. It's called Gord Lake. Okay. Just so you know. So, here's the main murder case. I present to you the victim in this case. Robert Hammond. He looks a bit like Richard Hammond. <laughs> Doesn't he look like Richard Hammond, though? Margaret's put a picture of this man side by side with a picture of Richard Hammond. I have to say. Top Gear star. I did not create this image. I searched Rich, uh, Robert Hammond from Phoenix Wright and I got this. Richard it Hammond. It seems like someone else has made this connection. That they look very similar, don't they? I will never be seeing the murder suspect as Richard Hammond no, and Richard Miles Hammond only. Richard Hammond. How long Total Wipeout. <laughs> Hammond, not Richard Hammond, because now I'm going to call him Richard Hammond, aren't I? Yeah, every time. Richard Hammond is not dead. I just want to say, I have not been spreading rumours that Richard Hammond is dead. Robert Hammond is dead. (laughs) Sued by Richard Hammond. I'm not dead, guys. (laughs) Well, I'm in your PowerPoint presentation then. (laughs) Okay, Robert Hammond is dead. Mm -hmm. Time of death is quarter past midnight on Christmas morning, hence the Merry Christmas. (laughs) Just so you know. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. He, he was just being informative. Just telling him, Merry Christmas. It was very polite. Can you imagine? You're like, it is now Christmas. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> That's basically what happened. So, Robert Hammond, fun fact. Mm-hmm. He was the defense lawyer in the DL6 incident. So, basically, a guy was suspected of killing Miles' dad, mm-hmm. and he is the defense attorney who got him declared innocent. Oh, okay. So, he got him off. Success. Now he's okay. dead. Bit dodgy. So you can see why it looks bad that Miles killed him. Because it seems like Miles, right? His dad was murdered. A guy is suspected of killing him. He gets off innocent. You can see why Miles might be mad and kill this man. Yeah, I'm jumping sides. (laughs) I'm not team Miles anymore. You think Miles did it? (laughs) No, but it's not looking good for him. (laughs) This is looking really bad. Now, Miles did not kill this man. I can tell you this now. He did not kill this man. But it looks super Even dodgy. Though every single piece of evidence and motive is pointing towards him. <laughs> yep. So if someone's framing him, they've done a damn good job. Okay. So, first witness is Lotta Hart. It sounds ridiculous in my accent. She's meant to be like a Southern American, be like Lotta Hart. That's meant to be kind of. Uh, okay. Everyone has a weird name in this game. Yeah. That's her. Hello. Sorry, that is her. She, she looks a bit small. Okay. Pointing to her. She was camping on the lake during the murder. And basically, it's called Gord Lake. Mm-hmm. She believes that there is a Loch Ness Monster-type monster called Gordy in this lake. She sounds reasonable. <laughs> you can see him there, little pixel little Gordy. She thinks he's in this lake, right? So she has a camera pointing to the lake mm-hmm. that goes off automatically at the sound of a loud noise to catch Gordy. So naturally, okay. when the gunshot went off, she took a picture of the boat that I, I, I can show you if I go back. She got this picture. Oh, okay. Because, you know, it went off at the gunshot, took a picture of the picture of the two people, one person being the dead person and the other being mine. (laughs) Well, we don't know the faces yet. Oh, okay. But it got a blurry picture. Mm -hmm. And that's how we know the murder was at quarter past midnight, because that's when the picture was taken. So there's Lotta, our first place. Thank you. Is she a red herring? Is she the murderer? I'll let you decide. Okay. But anyway, she has a picture of when the murder went off. But the pic is kind of blurry. So that's kind of some information about the case. Mm-hmm. For now, I'm going to go back to some character moments. I'm going to leave you with that. But can I just say, what do you think? What, what do you think about the murder? What do you think happened? I, I don't know. How <laughs> can... Well, presumably it's got to be someone else on that boat, right? Or was it... But he was... But Miles was on the boat. Would you like me to confirm? Miles was on the boat. 
And he was holding a, a gun. So there's got to be someone else on the boat, right? I can't tell like, you yet. Hiding in the boat. <laughs> is, that, is that your um, guess? Is that your hypothesis right now? <laughs> <Because> someone <laughs> so stressful. Wait, do, you, do you think... Hold on. Is that, isn't that actually a bad idea? So do you think someone was like hiding yeah, down there? Yeah, lying down. That's a good idea. That's a good one. Thank you. So that's your, what you think happened. That's a good guess. No, but it's the best I've got right now. You know what? You have no information. So that's actually a very good guess. Thank for you. No information. Okay. But we'll leave that for a minute. Let's talk about some character <laughs> moments. puts the gun in Miles' hand <laughs> and then hides in the tiny boat. <laughs> but it's got to be right when the shot went off, right? Picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've got to be able to make sure. That's possible. I don't know. Does the murderer know that there's a camera? I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm thinking real hard about this, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> hey, you can keep going, or I can give you some more information in a bit. Yeah, probably some more information. Okay, cool. Be good. Um, Let's talk about some characters for a minute. Let's talk about Miles for a minute. Back okay. to Miles. Well, we were just talking about Miles murdering someone. We'll talk about Miles not murdering someone. Okay. So Miles has been arrested, <laughs> as you can see why. Fair enough. He was on the fucking boat. So, Phoenix goes to visit him at the station. Mm-hmm. And this is where things get very gay. Because Miles thinks that Phoenix is there to mock him. Phoenix is not, he just wants to help Miles out. And He's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> you just murder someone because you spend life in prison. You cruel little bitch. <laughs> no, 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 no. Phoenix is a lovely guy. Yeah. And Miles says something very gay, which he says, I hoped you wouldn't come. I didn't want you to see me. Not like this. Oh. And Phoenix just goes, I didn't want to see you like this either. Believe me. It's incredibly gay. It's uh-huh. beautiful. Um, that's just a lovely little moment. There's a point where Miles tries to tell Phoenix basically to leave him alone. He says, I don't want you anywhere near this case. Do you understand? Like, he's protecting Phoenix. Aww. He doesn't want him to be around for this. He thinks something bad's going to happen. And he says, like, I was hoping you wouldn't find out about it. I want to keep you away. Just kind of, some kind of beautiful stuff. That's very romantic. There's some dumb innuendos I want to mention. Cool. Which is basically where Phoenix is like, I want to defend you, Miles, in court. And Miles is like, lol, good one, right? But I'm not that hard up. Not yet. Oh, my God. Says, me... Trust a wet behind the ears lawyer. <laughs> Never. Oh <laughs> my just god. Just about the wet. Wet. <laughs> the wet behind the ears lawyer. So, you know, some fun innuendos, some gay shit. Okay. It's pretty fucking gay. Yeah. But basically, no one wants to defend Miles because Miles is known for getting all defense attorneys' clients to care guilty. Like, no yeah. defense attorneys like Miles. He's a fucking dick. <laughs> so, no one's willing to defend him. But, but Phoenix will. The cops are on his side because he gets everyone declared guilty. So that's kind of worse, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, that's not too reassuring. <laughs> it's not looking good. But, you know, Phoenix wants to defend Miles. Mm-hmm. At one point, um, Detective Gumshoe, mm-hmm. Dick Gumshoe, he's great. Great name. Um, he basically lets it slip to Phoenix that Miles has been talking about him all day. <laughs> keeps <laughs> talking about him. Just a throwaway line that he keeps... I think the line is something like he keeps saying, like... Phoenix, 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 or something. Just keeps talking about him. Uh-huh. In love. Just keeps chatting shit about his boyfriend. Aww. There's a very significant moment where they're going to talk to, you know, Miles, who is currently, you know, like in a penitentiary or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's an earthquake, and Miles has a little panic attack, because oh, no. he doesn't like earthquakes, oh, and no. Phoenix makes a note. He's kind of confused, because Miles was not afraid of earthquakes as a kid, when they were friends. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird that he's, like, really terrified of earthquakes now. Not that weird, because earthquakes are quite terrifying. Yeah. But, you know, it's a, it's a little note. Okay. It's a little weird. But basically, eventually, Phoenix does convince Miles to let Phoenix defend him. So he's going to be his defense attorney. Yay. Very lovely. So, back to the case. You ready? Okay. Back to it. I'm going to give you some more information. Uh, a fun fact is Manfred. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> 
Okay, more gay pictures of them. <laughs> yes. Gay pictures. Look at them. They're so cute. Mm-hmm. They're besties. That is fan art, but that's real. Um. <laughs> and that's another cute one of them. Uh-huh. Being cute. Aww. They're simp for each other. Oh. And I love it. Anyway. Manfred. Vaughn. Okay. Karma. Do you remember him? Miles' adopted dad. Oh, yeah. He is okay. here. And he is the prosecution the in this guy? case. He is, I mean, his name, his name is Manfred von Karma. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he is German. Okay. But he is here. He is the prosecution. This can only go well. He is here. Wait, so he's prosecuting... Miles. He's his, trying his to, son. He's trying to put Miles in prison. Why? You will see. But he is the That's prosecution. Dodgy. <laughs> it's looking bad. Can you honestly? imagine turning up to court and the person who's prosecuting you trying to send is you to prison? Oliver. Is <laughs> Oliver Turnbull. Oh god. You're going to prison, Margaret. Not the one I not the way I wanted this to go down. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh no. One Karma is Miles' adoptive father and mentor. However, you will see why this is not that confusing. Because one karma sucks oh no he is basically now that miles has become a much more sympathetic character he's very sweet <gasps> he is now the intimidating ruthless evil prosecutor. oh has he taken over yeah that miles edgeworth has left the position of now kind and of like the 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 scarier parent like the the evil dad the only example i can think of is like cora and regina yes, i was gonna bring this up that basically they do the evil dad switch mm-hmm. which is basically where you have a villain and you want to make them more sympathetic, so you give them an even more evil parent to right. prove that, oh, no, no, they're nice now. you got to watch out for their parents, man. Yeah. They suck. And the whole, like, this is why they are the way they are yes. kind of thing. That is exactly what they're doing. As you can see from Von Karma, as the picture I'm showing you, mm-hmm. uh, you can see where Edgeworth gets his style from. <laughs> <laughs> he has an even bigger, more intimidating ascot. <laughs> And grey hair. And you age in this family, does your ascot get bigger? Yes. Your seniority. Every ten years you get a new layer of frills on your ascot, basically. And yeah, he is scary as fuck. Miles says that he hasn't lost a case ever. Now, this man's been a lawyer for 40 years. That's what Miles said, to be fair. But this man's been a lawyer for 40 years. That's a long time to not lose a case. Yeah, it's gonna be even worse for him. Miles says that he is as ruthless as me times 20. This man is scary. Oh, yeah, we're screwed. Yeah. Is there anything in Miles' favour right now? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some more info on Von Karma. Since he is the man who raised Miles, it gives you some more information on Miles. Basically, during this trial, immediately um, he does a very big dick move, which is basically the judge, you know, asks them, are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. And Phoenix is like, the defence is ready, Your Honour. And Von Karma doesn't say anything. And when the judge prompts him, Von Karma just says, do you think I really wouldn't be standing here if I were not completely prepared? Oh, and the fuck. judge is like, oh, well, fuck me then. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> like he's, he's intimidating the judge. I'm surprised the judge didn't go guilty. <laughs> no, the judge is like, shit, sorry, mate. Never mind. You're so cool. He's guilty. <laughs> Don't mind me. And basically he starts telling the judge what to do. Oh, no. Like, no wonder Edgeworth is a tough nut. Like, this is his dad. Yeah. And he basically keeps... You know, putting up a witness, mm-hmm. you know, he gives a testimony. And then when Phoenix tries to cross-examine the witness, he keeps being like, no, 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 no need. My witness's testimony is perfect. And the judge is like, yeah, yeah, fair enough, the witness' testimony is perfect. Moving on, and Phoenix is like, whoa, let me cross-examine the witness, what the fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> like, this man's scary. And the judge is, like, going along with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not looking good for Miles. It's just not looking good. <laughs> However, lots some more facts about the case. Yeah. So, they find that the bullet in the victim... Seems to have come from the pistol found on the boat, which is covered in Miles' fingerprints. 
Looking so much worse. Oh my god. <laughs> They're all like, hold on, Miles, what the fuck? Your fingerprints are on this gun. This is not looking good. But Miles is like, no, 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 I did not shoot this man. So Phoenix is like, look, I love you, but what? This is not looking good. He- Miles thinks someone else did it. I mean, that's, that's pretty gay in itself, isn't it? The fact that he has this undying faith that Miles didn't do it when all the evidence is there. <laughs> all the evidence. Yeah, it's pretty gay. And um, Miles maintains that he had a gunshot nearby at some point. Mm-hmm. So he thinks someone else killed him. Killed um, Robert Hammond. And we find out from the gun that the gun was fired three times at some point. That's a bit of information. Okay. Then we get an, alar- an enlarged photo from Lotta, who was okay. taking pictures. We enlarge the photo. We get to see. And um, it's not looking great. Well, you can't tell. <sighs> You can't really tell who is the yeah, killer. Yeah, to be fair, you can't tell anything there, can you? However, are you ready for this? The killer is clearly using his left hand when the fingerprints on the gun are from Miles's right hand. <gasps> well, dodgy. Oh, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Finally something. something. Finally. <laughs> I was this close to becoming Team Scary Dad. <laughs> team Von Karma. But yeah, so, okay. That, that's, that's finally some mm-hmm. evidence that maybe um, Miles did not shoot this man. And Phoenix figures that out immediately, right? yes phoenix is like okay i'm running with this okay i'm gonna introduce you to a couple more potential witnesses we have larry butts okay his name is larry butts that's ridiculous he is phoenix and miles's childhood friend Mm -hmm. who was potentially around during the murder around the lake we meet larry and we meet old man (laughs) old man who works at a boat shop who seems to have dementia he also okay. has a parrot. I respect that. So those are potential witnesses who will help us. Maybe one of them did it. Who knows? Anyway. Um, <laughs> so what are you thinking? What do you think? Who, who do you think did it? What are you thinking right now? I don't know. So is it one of these people who did it? Maybe. Maybe not. Because otherwise... <laughs> do you think it's really looking bad for Miles? <laughs> well, I mean, presuming he doesn't go to prison because there is more of him. But... <laughs> gonna tell you shit but you i guess if you were looking at this case would you say you thought miles probably did it up until the fingerprint thing yeah and with the fingerprint thing i mean yeah i mean if you can show that like only one shot was fired from the gun if that makes sense there were three They know that there were three shots fired at some point that night. Well, can't you just argue then that Miles was using his left hand and then switched to his right for the last shot? Yeah. Very easily. Because the camera only flashed. Like, the camera took a picture when it heard that noise, it would have been the first shot. Yeah. Potentially. So, Evil Dad has got a... a a thing there. It's not looking good. Yeah. I kind of talked myself out of being on his side then. That's okay. You know what? If the evidence points to Miles doing it, that's fine. I see you. I see how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. I see how you're thinking. (laughs) So, we're going to leave the case for a minute. Mm-hmm. We're going to leave that there. Let's talk about some character moments. Let's talk about some gay shit. So let's talk about a little moment where we see Miles be a little softer. They're outside the courtroom, and basically it's looking a little better. They've found some evidence with the handprints. It's looking mm-hmm. a little better. And Phoenix basically says, like, I've been lucky recently, but you never know when that luck might run out. And Miles <laughs> just goes, like, don't jinx this case, it's bad for my heart. <laughs> like, poor Miles. He's like... He, like, trusts Phoenix a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, don't stress him out. Like, he's really trusting you here, Phoenix. We but... see a nice moment where, like, he's been a little human. Uh-huh. He's not just telling Phoenix to fuck off. He's like, dude, <laughs> give me a minute. This is not looking good. Don't do that to this him. This is bad for my heart. Uh-huh. So it's a nice little moment of him being a bit softer. 
There's also something nice from Miles where basically Maya, who I mentioned before, who's on Phoenix's council, mm-hmm. she basically gets herself kicked out of court to oh, help. Okay. Um, I forget why. It helps him. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, Miles is not very good at saying thank you, but he says basically just like tell her to watch what she says in court. Is like Phoenix can tell that kind of means he's been like thanks. Yeah, he's kind of. It's hard for him to admit that, but he's uh-huh. like, thanks for Maya for helping me out. He also, as we remember, is rich, so he pays for Maya's bail fund oh. for um, being in contempt of court, but like he pays for her bail fund, which is very nice because he's rich. That's nice of him. Uh, even though, pretty sure, can you do that when you're on trial for murder? <laughs> Something tells mm. me you can't. <laughs> You'd have to get someone else to access your accounts for you, I guess. Right. I suppose they could have done that. But, but yeah. <laughs> they're like, Miles, you're also on child for murder. Can you do that? <laughs> yes, he can. When there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> there's also a bit where Gumshoe, if you remember Detective Gumshoe, mm-hmm. says um, about Miles, when he heard that Maya defended him in court, says, like, I saw his lip trembling. And Miles is like, really? Cold as ice Edgeworth? He has feelings? And it's like, he does. He was very grateful for Maya for helping him. Aww. So it's a nice little moment, you know? Aww. He's a little softer. A little softer, Cute. Miles. Anyway, back to the case. You ready? Yes. You ready for this? So, they are about to find Miles guilty. They're like, ready. Von Karma's like, this man's doing it. And you know what? As you said, it looks very much like he did it. Yeah. Before, Larry runs in. Larry Butts, childhood friend, is like, hold up. Uh-huh. He stops the court. Who cares? If you can do that, he doesn't. He yells objection. He <laughs> runs in. And he's basically like, yo, I was there that night. And I heard a gunshot while I was listening to the radio. And while he was listening to the radio, he doesn't know what time it was, okay. but the radio announcer said, it's almost Christmas, folks. And so, we know that the murder took place at 12.15. Yes. And so, Phoenix comes up with the absolutely iconic line where he says, this seems like the gunshot happened before midnight, before when the guy said it was almost Christmas. Almost Christmas means it wasn't Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Foolproof, he slams the table. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> Almost Christmas means it wasn't Christmas. It's not Christmas. I see that trending every New Year's Eve, every Christmas Eve. Almost Christmas it wasn't Christmas. And let me show you quickly from the movie, the anime, and the stage play, them doing that it was before midnight and he heard the gunshot. In other words, it wasn't Christmas yet. Almost Christmas means it wasn't Christmas oh, in all three mediums. Oh, brilliant. It's very iconic. Anna's also kind of nonsensical and I love it. Yeah. So Phoenix, he's defending his husband. There we go. We got something now. We got so, something. Lotta, remember her with the camera? Mm-hmm. She finds that she has a picture taken at 11.15 that shows like a blank lake. Right. But it took a picture because there was a gunshot. And so Phoenix is like, okay, Robert Hammond was killed at 11.15 mm-hmm. before all this happened. And then the murderer came onto the boat to meet Miles. And he thinks that since Larry was returning a boat at the time he had a gunshot, that it seems like it was in the boat shop that the okay. murder took place. And he was killed in the boat shop at 11.15 with the first shot of the gun. He thinks that's basically what happened. That's Robert Hammond, Richard Hammond. Richard <laughs> Getting Hammond. murdered. <laughs> Phoenix thinks it's old man Parrot Man. Oh, okay. I really wish I could give you more details to lead up to this reveal. I don't think there were a lot of them. He thinks it's old man Parrot Man. Okay. Miles reveals, at this point, I don't know why, but he does. He reveals that Hammond sent him a letter, basically being like, meet me at the lake, dude. And he's okay. like, oh, the defense attorney from my father's murder years ago. Sure. Yeah. And he doesn't know what he looks like, because his father was murdered when he was, like, eight. He doesn't remember what Robert Hammond looks like. Okay. So Phoenix thinks that the murderer 
killed Hammond, mm-hmm. got onto a boat, met Miles at 12.15, and then fired two shots into the water to make the camera take a picture and make it look like Miles oh. did it. And, okay. And then, I think that using the old man as a witness at some point, but he escapes. He's out. Okay. They cannot find this man. He's clearly dodgy. Okay. So he escapes, and they go to old man's boat shop with the parrot, mm-hmm. and they find in his safe, there's basically a plan that's like, oh. I'm going to get revenge against Miles <laughs> Edgeworth. Here are the three steps. And details his entire plan as oh. Phoenix had suspected. And basically, in this note, it basically says that he ruined my career. I'm going to um, basically get him convicted of murder. And it seems like old man is the killer. Right. I mean, yeah. Do you think it seems like that? It, it, yeah, it definitely seems like that. So wait, well, what would his motive be then? That's what I want to ask you. Because he said, he said ruined career. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to presume... So, I don't know. It's tough because I have Miles find him like, guilty of something? Maybe. Miles does say, I've, I've convicted a lot of people who are probably innocent yeah. of murder. So maybe it could be one of them. But why involve Robert Hammond? Who yeah, was the defense attorney in DL6? Seems a little weird. Yeah. I guess it does give more evidence for... For Miles doing it, it gives Miles the motive. That's a very good point. But like, I don't know if there's anything specific about that man mm. apart from that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'd say you're pretty spot on with the information you have. I haven't okay. given you everything. Okay. It seems like old man did it. The question is why. Yeah. So that's why we're at. I'm gonna give you a brief bit of more character stuff. Okay. If you're ready. Yeah. Basically, now that old man has escaped, Phoenix is basically just waiting until the cops catch him. So they're kind of just hanging around until then to figure out what's going on and why. Mm -hmm. I think court was, like, suspended or something. But basically, there's this moment where Miles is trying to tell Phoenix something. And it really sounds like he's trying to tell Phoenix he's in love with him. It's one of those things where he basically just goes, right, this has been something that's been troubling me for a while now. I don't know whether or not to tell you. And Miles is like, and Phoenix is just like, Edgeworth, what is it? And he's like, no, there's so little time left. I want to tell you. I want to get it off my chest, but... I can't make up my mind, and like, it is not him trying to tell Phoenix he's in love with him, it's something else, okay. but my god, it sounds like it. Oh, what build-up. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's like I'm in Glee, mm-hmm. when um, Ryder's trying to tell people he's dyslexic, and it sounds like he's coming out gay. <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, uh-huh. all my life I've struggled. Uh-huh. But no, it's not that. Oh, Ryder. Just a little bit of gay shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a little story about Miles' childhood. Oh, okay. Miles' childhood. Basically, we meet Larry again. Mm-hmm. Remember Larry? Larry Butts. Yes. Fun guy. Bad name. Yes. So basically tells a little story about Miles' childhood. So, when they were all brief besties back in third grade. Love that. Like eight years old. It was so cute. At one point, Miles, little Miles, gets his lunch money stolen. Okay. A little envelope of lunch money. And they all think that Phoenix Mm -hmm. stole his lunch money. Okay. So they hold a little class trial. Aww. We're basically <laughs> trying to figure out who stole Miles' lunch money. And they think it's Phoenix. They put him on trial for it. And it's really sad. Like, they all think he did it. They're all, like, yelling Aww. at him, like, he's guilty. He did it. And even the teacher's like, Phoenix, come on, just give him the money back. Like, they all believe he oh, did it. No. And he's basically about to be, I guess, declared guilty by his class. Until <laughs> objection, who comes in but Miles Edgeworth, hey. mini eight year old Miles with his little bow tie Look and his, his coat, suit. his little coat, Aww. and his finger pointing as he yells objection. He calls them all amateurs, <laughs> but clearly Phoenix did not do it. Mm-hmm. And here he is, his defense attorney, 
like his daddy, Gre- Gregory Edgeworth, who was a defense attorney who he looked up to, he is being a little defense attorney here, full Phoenix. Aww. And even little Larry is like helping out and defending him, little Larry. <laughs> Not being as helpful, but he's still trying. He's, he's the effort's there. And they all become absolute best friends after this. It's kind of one of those things, not to bring up Harry Potter, but like, you know the whole thing of like, there's only so many things you can go through without being best friends afterwards. Aww. And like the three of them, this is fan art, this one. The others were actually real. Those were actually from the game. Uh-huh. But this is actually a little fan art of just them being best friends, little Miles and his little bow tie. And basically for a while they were all really best friends. And Phoenix and Larry learn that Miles is like the super righteous kid. He wants to help the innocent. Mm-hmm. And he, more than anything, he just wants to be just like his dad, Gregory Edgeworth. Aww. That's a little fan art of them. Him just being like, I'll do my best, Papa. <laughs> he just Aww. loves his dad. He wants to be a defense attorney. And Phoenix says that he would always go on and on about defending the weak who were unable to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. He used to go on about man's duty to society. He was a total communist. I love it. <laughs> And Phoenix just can't help but think, I wonder what changed his mind. He used to be like this. What? Yeah. This is not the man we know today. Yeah. Who only cares about selfishness. And his and, streak. Yeah. He used to be all about defending the innocent. So what happened? So both his biological and his adopted dad are like lawyers. Mm-hmm. Like lawyers. They were in fact like knew each other lawyers. Oh, okay. But his dad was a defense attorney and his new adoptive dad, Von Kahn, was a prosecution attorney. Right, okay. But yeah. Well, Miles was very cute. Aww. And he saved Phoenix's life. And basically, do you want to know my favorite fact? Okay. So, uh, Miles transferred schools when his dad died. And Phoenix never saw him again. But one day, this, like, demon defense attorney showed up who was, like... Well, maybe this is demon prosecution attorney? I forget. Basically, this lawyer showed up who was, like, scary as hell. And Phoenix was like, that's Miles. I know that man. Okay. And so Phoenix Wright becomes... A fucking defense attorney because he wants to see Miles again. Oh my god. He says, I knew I would have to see him again if I became a defense attorney. Oh my god. Man becomes a lawyer to see his boyfriend again. (laughs) This is canon. Oh, for God's sake. It is beautiful. That's some fan art for you of Miles and Edgeworth. Actually, can I just check? Is my like brightness up? That could have been helpful. There you go. It's beautiful. Some cute fan art of them. And basically, this is why Phoenix becomes a fucking ace attorney. Because he misses Miles. He knows he will have to see me again. Because he wants to know, why has Miles changed? Oh my god. He says, get ready, there's more. Phoenix says, he believed in me that day, you know, in the class trial. He defended me. Mm -hmm. And I believe in him. I'm the only one who knows the real Edgeworth. I'm the only one who can help him. Oh, goddammit. It's beautiful. They're in love. (laughs) Absolutely beautiful. There is no denying it. That's so cute. It's kind of sad. At one point, Maya, who hears this story, when they go see Miles next, she brings it up and, like, Miles doesn't really seem to remember. Uh-huh. Doesn't really seem to have much memory of it. And when Phoenix says, like, I became a defense attorney to see you again, Miles is just like, that sounds like something you would do. He says, you're so simple to a fault. You haven't changed at all, right? <laughs> and Phoenix says, I think you've changed too much, Edgeworth. And he says, perhaps I have. Oh. <laughs> it's beautiful. At one point, Phoenix asked why Miles became a prosecution attorney. You know, he wanted to be a defense attorney like his dad. Why did he become a prosecution attorney? And uh, Miles says it's because after his dad was murdered and the guy got away with it, he couldn't bring himself to defend criminals anymore. And he says, I'm sorry, right, but I'm not that good of a person. Which we find out isn't necessarily true. Okay. But it makes sense. Yeah. It checks out. That's real sad. Yeah. There's a lot of trauma going on here. It's real sad. Like, the trauma of his dad's murder really changed him. Which I think makes 
makes sense. That's fair enough. <laughs> That's really fair enough. That's fair enough, you know. Yeah. Miles, uh, not Miles, Phoenix asks him about Von Karma, and Miles says he's my teacher, and he's a man that deserves respect, he's a perfectionist, mm-hmm. and that basically he's never lost a case, even if the suspect is innocent. And it's like, well, yeah, Miles was raised with those values. Of course Miles feels that way, just like Von yeah. Karma. I mean, yeah. So would it be like, if his dad didn't die, he probably would have gone into, like, defence instead of, like, prosecution then, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. And, like, stuck to those original, like, morals. But instead he was raised by Von Karma. Uh, that's, was like, that's, in- that's interesting. Yeah. It's like, people don't matter. What matters is you look good and you get a streak of never losing. Yeah. And you've got to be perfect. So, yeah, it makes sense. I'm looking good for Miles, my poor Miles. Oh. And so, basically, this is when... Oh, God. So, I want you to put yourself in Phoenix Wright's shoes for a minute. You are defending Miles of murder. And you've already said this is not a position you want to be in because it's not looking good. (laughs) This is when Miles decides to tell you that um, he thinks he killed his father. (laughs) (laughs) He thinks he murdered his own father. Oh, God, okay. if Phoenix doesn't quit this job, I don't know what else he's supposed to do. (laughs) That basically, the man who was suspected... Of murdering Miles' father is called Yanni Yogi. Mm -hmm. And basically, he he basically... Actually, hmm. he tells a little story about how when there was a man who attacked his dad, who was was suspected of killing Gregory. Mm -hmm. And at some point, Miles throws a gun to protect his dad and a gunshot goes off. And the next thing he knows, his dad is basically shot dead. He thinks he murdered his own dad. Oh. It's, he keeps having nightmares about it. He doesn't quite remember, but he has a feeling. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he decides to tell Phoenix this now. Great timing. Don't know why. <laughs> but Brilliant he does. timing there, Miles. And the statute, luckily, the statute of limitations on that case is going to run out soon, in like a day. So, oh. you know, in a day, that'll be gone and you don't need to worry about it. Okay. But for now, it's a bit of a problem. Just to let you know, Phoenix, poor Phoenix, God, you're trying to defend this man okay. accused of murder. It's bad enough as is. And he's like, don't worry, I also did this other murder. <laughs> yeah, but I did another murder as well. Oh, so. God. But Phoenix sticks by him because he loves him. Aww. Look at them, they're beautiful. Anyway. Even if he killed his dad. <laughs> Even if he killed his dad. Are you ready for the case? The final day of the case. Okay. It's exciting. We're going to get the revelation. So. Okay. The witness is a fucking parrot. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> yes, the parrot is a witness because they want to prove okay. that old man is Yanni Yogi, the okay. guy who was suspected of murdering Miles's father. And to do that, naturally, they get a parrot to prove it. How, how do you make a parrot, like, swear on a... <laughs> on, like, a sacred text, you know? What? Sworn in, love it. Do you promise to tell the truth and nothing but the truth? <laughs> I mean, last week we did have the cup on trial. Now we've got a parallel. As trial. I was saying, I I wouldn't be too shocked at Magnus because Ace Attorney does the same old shit. Yeah. So parrot on trial. It's actually very funny. Okay. Normally in this game, when you have a witness, dramatic music starts playing. It's like dun 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 dun, dun and the witness like dives into their testimony. Okay. And then you cross examine it. However, at this point, it launches into the music, like, dun, 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 and the parrot just goes, hello, hello, squawk, and the music stops, and you're like, oh yeah, he's a fucking parrot. That's okay. his testimony. And Phoenix is like, okay, time to cross-examine this <laughs> testimony. Let's go. Let's get to work. <laughs> and basically, it's complicated. I'm going to simplify it for you. That basically, Phoenix has met this parrot in the past, and if you ask it certain questions, like, am I forgetting something, it will mm-hmm. basically say, like, don't forget DL6. So, like, it's dodgy. 
this guy knows about the DL6. What the fuck? This parrot is weird. Okay. So Phoenix tries to prompt him, like, hey, talk about how you might... The old man might be Yanni Yogi because you know about the DL6 incident. And the parrot is not giving them anything. It says hello, and Phoenix is like, naturally, Von Karma must have retrained this parrot <laughs> to not give any evidence. Uh-huh. I kind of say... Can you imagine the image of fucking Manfred von Karma with pieces of cheese training oh this parrot to not talk about certain things? It's a whole mess. Okay. But basically, after a whole lot of cross-examining this parrot, mm-hmm. they seem to prove that the old man caretaker is Yanni Yogi. Oh, okay. Who oh. got off innocent went off the grid, pretended to be a delusional old man. Oh, fuck. Literally on the stand, he stops being, quote-unquote, having dementia, and is like, yeah, I'm Yanni Yogi. Whoops. Oh, fuck. And they think he killed Hammond, and he admits it. He killed Robert Hammond in that boat shop. Okay. Because, basically, during DL6, he was declared innocent of murdering um, Miles' father. However, they got him innocent because they said he was mentally unsound. And he was briefly, I think it's brief insanity or something. Okay. So he got off. But his life was ruined and he never got hired again because he was declared mentally unsound. So his life was basically ruined. And in his mind, Yanni Yogi, he did not murder Miles' dad. So he just gets accused, says he's mentally insane, and then his life is ruined. So he's pissed. And so he tries to frame Miles for murder. But he, they find out he did not frame him correctly because they find out that he did do the murder. He definitely did Got it. on a boat, went to Miles, was like, it's been 15 years, I have suffered, I'm going to get my revenge. Fired twice into the water, oh, the gunshot okay. took a picture, the camera took a picture, and then he jumped into the water oh. <laughs> and made it look like he died. And Miles did not do the murder. He did pick up the gun, but he didn't do the murder. Miles. <laughs> Miles, honestly, you could be smarter. For a man who oh, hangs okay. around murder cases... Picked up the gun. Anyway, he did not do the murder, and Miles is found not guilty. Uh, Okay. However. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, what? This is not the clear picture, right? It kind of doesn't make a lot of sense why why Yogi would want revenge on Miles, necessarily. Because, one, do you remember the Mm. note I mentioned in his safe? That yes. basically was like, I'm gonna frame Miles for murder, step one, step two, step three. Yeah. The handwriting is Von Karma's. Oh, no. <laughs> and basically it seems that Yanni Yogi, I don't remember if they tell us this, they think that Yanni Yogi believed that Miles accidentally killed his own dad, but then okay. Yogi got blamed for it. Right, okay. And basically... Yeah, he just got blamed for it and it ruined his entire life. But it doesn't really make sense why he would orchestrate this whole thing. It's a little unclear. He definitely killed Robert Hammond. But it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So, as Edgeworth has been declared innocent, he objects to the not guilty verdict and is like, hold on, I murdered my dad, judge. And I kind of deserve to be punished for it. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) And Phoenix is like... Oh god damn it! Like, oh god damn okay, it! Okay, let's defend this. Um, <laughs> I'm ready, babe. I love you. I got this. You sit there. You look great. I'm ready. I got this. I'll be a defense again. <laughs> so that it is not over. We have the DL6 incident to contend with. Okay. Are you prepared? Okay. Yeah. One more case. Yeah. Fuck Richard Hammond. We're going straight to. 
Yes, Richard Madden. Dad's murder. Very sad. Richard Madden. Richard Madden. Richard Madden. No, don't kill Richard Madden. So Richard Hammond, Robert Hammond, and Richard Hammond are all dead now. Robert Madden. Robert Richard Hammond. Madden. A whole line of brothers, all either murdered or convicted of murder, or just Richard Madden. So I brought him into this. Anyway. Yes. Are you prepared to okay. learn about DL6? So we're on to full dad murder now. Dad murder. Cast your mind back 15 years ago. Now okay. remember how the statute of limitations on this case was about to run out. We're yeah. all going to relax. However, it hasn't run out yet. Still one more day. Miles could be convicted of this murder. Yeah, fuck's sake, Miles. It's not looking good. He okay. couldn't have held out one more day. But you know, he felt real guilty about killing his dad. Had to bring it up. But like... But like the... <laughs> this is... Okay. This is the murder of Robert... Hammond, and you have the guilty sus. Okay. He's. All, I think. I think Yanni Yogi's already going to prison for killing Robert Hammond. But Miles is like, while we're all here, can we trial me for killing my dad, please? Basically. Do you know what? Save everyone going home and coming back. We're all here, anyways. Judge, you cool with this? He's like, yeah, I'll save the time. Why not? The judge is cool with anything in this game. He doesn't care what's going on. Double trial. Let's go. Oh my god, double wedding. <laughs> double trial. Okay. Double trial. Okay. You ready? Yes. So, let's tell the story. When Miles was about eight or nine years old, I forget, third grade, the ages confuse me, when he was besties with Phoenix and Larry, he was visiting his dad's office, whom he loves. Gregory Edgeworth, best guy, definitely not going to die. Yeah. Great defense attorney, loves his dad. He went to go watch his dad in court, because he wants to be just like him. And it happens to be in this case, I think, Gregory Edgeworth is defending and Von Karma is prosecuting. It's a whole thing. He watches this and Von Karma wins the case, because he always does. Gregory loses, but you know what? It's not about that. Gregory cares about the people. He's such a nice guy. He's great. He leaves the courtroom with Miles. They get into an elevator. And while they're in an elevator, there is an earthquake. And they get stuck. The lift stops. The power goes out. And trapped in this elevator are three people. Okay. Miles, his dad, and Yanni Yogi. Okay. I'm showing you a picture. Mm -hmm. This is also from the game, by the way. So, three people in this elevator. They're in this elevator for five hours. Mm-hmm. It sucks. And they begin to lose oxygen. Oh, God. And Yugi starts to panic. He's freaking out, basically. And Gregory tries to that. calm him down. Tries okay. to be like, bro, you're using up the oxygen. Yeah, you, if you're breathing chill. in, you're going to use up the oxygen. Let's chill. Yugi does not take kindly to this, and he attacks Greg. Oh, God, okay. And Miles is not very happy that he's attacking his dad. Fair so enough. to get him to leave his dad alone, Miles picks up a gun. I don't know where he got this gun. <laughs> I still don't know is where I got this gun. A spare gun in the lift? <laughs> There's a gun. You, you know how all lifts have guns, right? Of course, yeah. Every lift has a gun sitting there. Yeah. We're not in America, <laughs> where Wait. every lift has a gun. Someone watched Captain America the Winter Soldier and, and was, was like, like, you know what, just in case <laughs> I ever get Hail Hydra, I'm going to need a gun. <laughs> Health and safety in case you ever get stuck in a lift of Hydra. Can you imagine walking into every lift and there's a vibranium shield? <laughs> a Captain America vibranium shield. shield. Super soldier serum just in case. Jam in your arm. Fight him off. <laughs> or a note that says if you just say Hail Hydra you can just get away with it yes that is true you never know did did Gregory try saying Hail Hydra do you know what I don't think there was enough oxygen <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> to say Hail Hydra oh no that would have saved him Gregory it's on you anyway so Miles Sorry, yes. picks up the um, state issued gun <laughs> the elevator the mandatory lift gun <laughs> picks up the gun and he throws it and Yanni Yogi. Okay. He is eight. You can't really blame him. Poor little Mars's little bow tie. Uh-huh. Throws it at him and um, surprisingly a shot goes off because <laughs> he threw the gun 
But all the oxygen is gone and they all fall unconscious. Oh, okay. And Miles wakes up a few hours later and his dad has been shot and he's dead. So naturally Miles is like, ooh, okay. Guess I killed my fucking dad then, didn't I? Probably on me. Well, I think actually basically Miles doesn't remember any of this, but he keeps having little nightmares about it. Okay. From like his like brain damaged brain. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is the facts. So originally, in the original case... They had a spirit medium who exists in this world. Mm-hmm. Contact Greg from the dead. What? <laughs> you know, as you do. Have you never been involved in a trial where they contact the dead? Wait, what? A spirit medium? It sounds like it would solve all these problems, right? Yeah, we need to tell the government <laughs> right now. Get Misty Faye online. <laughs> yeah, basically. So you, you would think, right? Solves every problem. However. No, I wouldn't think, but sure. <laughs> Asking the victim who killed you? Yeah, it would, but I don't... Okay. (laughs) So I was not expecting this to get spiritual. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry for not preparing you. (laughs) Immediately spiritual. There's actually other spirit stuff in this game I could have warned you about, but it wasn't relevant. Okay. Until now. The spirit mediums. Everyone knows about it. It's casual. exist in this world. Got it. Yes. There is a heaven and hell. Gregory is in heaven, obviously, because he's a great guy. Everyone loves him. Von Karma's in hell. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so they contact the spirit medium. You think would solve all the problems, right? Yeah. They contact Greg, and Greg is like, Yogi killed me, dude. So he's like, Yanni, Yogi killed me. However, okay. Robert Hammond still got Yogi off the charges by claiming that due to the lack of oxygen, he had temporary insanity. Mm. And I don't know if he's saying that... I feel like if he's saying he was temporarily insane and killed him, that would still be a manslaughter charge. So maybe just... No one remembers, and everyone's insane, and uh, who knows, mistrial, he's innocent, whatever. Yeah. But that's what happens. So basically, Miles just thinks he killed his dad, and Von Karma agrees with that sentiment, and he immediately starts prosecuting this case, and is like, Miles, I'm gonna prove you killed your dad. Why? <laughs> As you will see, and Phoenix is defending him in this current trial of who killed Miles' dad, definitely Miles. So, oh my god. I've just dropped on that on you. I have a little note here saying, what does Rhiannon think? <laughs> I think you have too many thoughts going on right now. I've got so many thoughts. Spirits are existing on trial number two. Miles just loves getting prosecuted for murder. It's his kink, You honestly. need to put that on the list of likes. <laughs> I'm on his dislikes. I, I think it needs to be on his likes. It seems to be his favourite hobby at this point. loves it, honestly. He loves getting prosecuted for murder. It's his favourite thing. Like, the trial was about to end, and he was like, I can't have this trial end, I'm having too much fun. Let's get prosecuted. One more please, judge. <laughs> Round two, please. I think we're all having a great time here. I think we should keep the party should, going. Should we keep going? Should we get dessert? Honestly. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling oh, go it. on, then. Another cheeky murder. Go on. One more. You got another in your back pocket, Miles. Oh, wait, what you've been holding out on us, Miles? You killed your dad. Love to see it. But honestly, um, what do you think happened? Oh, I should probably show you a picture of them. I... <laughs> Dead Greg. <laughs> Dead Greg. <laughs> Dead Greg. That's, that's, that's what Miles woke up and saw. So, you know, no trauma there at all. Oh. Absolutely no trauma. <laughs> yeah, I think Miles passed out, but I don't think the other two passed out for, like, another minute. And I think the guy, whilst, like, panicking, shot him. I don't think it was, like, full-on first-degree murder. Mm-hmm. But I think he did panic and shoot him. Interesting. And I don't... You probably... Could you remember it? 
I don't know, but I I don't think it was I don't think it was planned. I don't think he went into that lift like yeah, Hydra or, planning or to Yogi. Yeah, Yogi. I don't oh, think he Yogi. went into that lift planning to kill Greg. But I, I think he did it. Okay. I think he did it, and I think it was after Miles passed out. Okay. And I think they just well obviously Greg died, so he did pass out. But oh, I poor think man. <laughs> poor dude. But I think Yogi then then passed out. Interesting. Okay. I should say also with um Misty Faith which is a porn name. Um, she's a spirit medium. It's definitely a porn name. She, with her contacting Gregory and Gregory saying, Yogi killed me. Yogi does dispute this. He thinks that Miles killed his dad and Greg from the grave is lying to protect him and throwing Yogi under the bus. So there is dispute about this whole okay, spirit medium yeah. shit. Just to say, there's dispute. But basically, Greg still said from the grave, Yogi fucking killed me. Prosecute that motherfucker. <laughs> basically. I mean, to be fair to him... Who who knew that the, the ghost wasn't trustworthy? <laughs> who knew that the dead man wasn't trustworthy? I would say, not to assassinate his character, Rhiannon, we know that this is a trustworthy man. He is a brilliant man, a beautiful man, sexiest man. Death Gregory changed him. <laughs> no, death does not change people. That man is in heaven. He's a brilliant man, loves his son. He's like, Yogi killed me, go kill that motherfucker. I'm I'm still reeling from the the spirit reveal to be honest with you. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll give you a minute. I'll give you a second. But yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what I think happened. Okay. I think to soothe your soul, I'm going to give you some more facts. Okay? okay. So, they know from the gun that the gun involved in the murder that it was fired two times. Okay. There were two shots. And only one bullet was found at the scene. The the, the one that was in Gregory's heart. Of course, yes. <laughs> Wait. But the gun went off twice. Yes. But how can you not find the bullet? Interesting. So, Phoenix does point out in this picture that there is a hole in the glass. Yeah. So Unless the... the oh, wait, no, we found the bullet in... In Gregory. In there is a Gregory bullet in there. Gregory. But the gun seemed to go off twice, but they never found the other bullet, which is weird. So you presume it would go through that window, right? The Potentially. Other one. So what Phoenix suggests man saving his boyfriend he says he thinks that miles threw the gun and the shot went through the glass and he thinks that since both yogi and miles were uninjured that it went through the glass and it hit someone else and okay hit another person and the bullet was never found and so never spoken a about a third person for miles to murder <laughs> yes a third person <laughs> Miles to have the opportunity to fucking murder. I think this trial's gonna end and he's gonna be like, okay, I killed that person I shot through the window. Okay, I didn't kill my dad, but I did kill this man. <laughs> he just loves the drama of like, did I kill this man? No, but I did kill this man. No, but I did kill this man. He just gets off on the drama, yeah. honestly. At that point, the judge is like, it's 3 a.m., let us go home. Please kill me. <laughs> Can I be the fourth victim, Miles? Can me judging? Have him deal with this shit. <laughs> but yeah, basically, he thinks that Miles accidentally shot someone else, mm-hmm. and then potentially another person came in while they were all unconscious and killed Greg with the gun. Okay. Or and Greg that... ended up dead somehow after everyone was unconscious. Wait. So we get okay. So a fourth potentially party another here. figure. Okay. Potentially. Okay. Yeah, and this person like basically opened the elevator and shot Greg. So, I'm going to ask you, I'm about to give you some information that's basically going to reveal it, but I'm going to ask you now, who do you think killed Greg? And we have heard of this person in oh. before in all the stuff I've given so you. So it wasn't Yogi? 
It was not Yogi. But the ghost said it was Yogi. The ghost did say it was Yogi. And I'm you said t- the ghost I'm was gonna, trustworthy. I'm going to tell you the ghost believed it was Yogi. Oh, fuck sake. <laughs> See, I did say you shouldn't trust the ghost. I'm saying you should trust the ghost. The ghost gave you all the information they had at the time of the ghostliness. But the ghost was wrong. The ghost was wrong. The ghost potentially, yes, did happen to be wrong. Okay, so... But you can't blame the ghost. Hey, don't give up the ghost. I'm, I'm blaming dead Greg. <laughs> oh, poor old dead Greg. <laughs> Oh, okay, so... Oh, it's got to be another a part, another party then. Is there someone we know? Yes. Um, Who have I mentioned that seemed dodgy? I, I've given you a little dodgy. tidbit at some other moment. Evil dad? German dad? <laughs> Evil German dad? What do you mean, Eric? Magneto? <laughs> Magneto, did, Magneto did it. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me no. if Eric transported across dimensions into Phoenix Wright. I bet I bet Gregory hated mutants. And he, he came in and was like, bang! Yeah. Shot him. Got him, lads. And he, yeah. you, and the bullet went in him, but he magically magnetic oh. the bullet out because he's Magneto. Solved it. <laughs> Done. Sorted. You know what? You are correct. Get Magneto on trial. End of episode. Thank you for listening to Character Chaos. <laughs> Magneto did it. <laughs> Charles somewhere is like, I knew it! <laughs> Vindication! <laughs> then Charles comes in and is like, no, my husband wouldn't do this. I'm going to defend him. Oh, no! And Phoenix and Charles, who's going to defend their husband more? <laughs> and both their husbands are like, I killed him. Both their husbands wearing red are like, I killed him. Ah, uh, yes. And they frantically defend their husband. Yes. The crossover we all needed. <laughs> the crossover I genuinely need right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, um... Sorry. So I guess my second suspect, apart from Magneto, <laughs> Eric Lenscher is my number one suspect. My number two sub- suspect is the different evil German man. <laughs> There's only one. Oh, uh, apart Ever. from Eric. Apart from Eric, of course. Um, is... I've completely forgotten his name. Oh, Von Karma, that was his yes. name. Yes. Yes. So he did it. You think it is? Why? Because he's evil. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong there. <laughs> Do you remember I told you... That um, Yanni Yogi had a little list of I'm gonna kill Miles. I'm gonna frame Miles for murder this way, this way, His this plan. way. Yes. Do you remember that the handwriting was weird? It was in Evil Guy's writing. <laughs> you can call him Von Karma. <laughs> I will not. Manfred Von Karma's handwriting. I right. He's on low charge actually. Can I just very quickly? Sorry, we're heating up, but I want to plug I it know. in. Okay, so. It was in his hand, Von Karma's handwriting. Yes. Von Karma seemed to have orchestrated Yanni Yogi framing Miles for murder. I mean, he's precise, if anything. So do you want to know why, potentially, it may have been Von Karma? Yeah, because I'm presuming it's not because he loved this kid so much and he wanted to raise this kid. <laughs> you know what? No. Damn it, it is not that. So, we learn from a man you have not met yet called Grossberg. Okay, new person. New person, Grossberg. Uh, I wish I'd gotten a picture of him. Poor Grossberg. Anyway, right. he basically says that Von Karma always hated Gregory Edgeworth. <laughs> Immediate motive. Okay. Always hated Gregory Edgeworth because Gregory Edgeworth was an incredible defense lawyer. Mm-hmm. He was brilliant. And Von Karma is pretty dodgy. He's never lost a case because he always gets his clients defend oh, no. guilty because he's dodgy. And in the, if you remember this day, okay. Miles goes to watch his dad in court. Basically, Greg points out all of Von Karma's bad practices. And on that day, Von Karma, even though he won the case, the chief prosecutor gives him a penalty for bad practice. A tarnish on his perfect record. Right. Von Karma is pissed. Mm-hmm. You know he cares about his perfect record, perfect streak. Right. He's mad. And during the earthquake, 
He's leaving the chief prosecutor's office who told him he has a penalty. Mm-hmm. He's walking around and suddenly he gets shot oh. by a random bullet. And he's like, fuck. Okay. And he is not Eric. He cannot pull his bullet out by himself. <laughs> and he looks around like, whoa, who, 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 who potentially could have shot me? Oh, and he looks in the no. elevator and he sees three unconscious people. And he sees unconscious Gregory Edgeworth. And he takes his chance and he picks up the gun and he fucking kills Gregory Edgeworth. <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and he kills him. And basically, this is what Phoenix suggests, right? Yeah. There's no proof. Yeah. Except for the bullet that he got shot with. Where's the bullet? And Miles... It's still in him? Miles knows that Von Kammer is a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. He would not risk having someone else do surgery to take out this bullet because then he'd leave a witness. No. That bullet is still in this man's oh. arm. So Phoenix is like, get the metal detector out on oh, this man mid court. And basically he's like, bro, you can't just metal detect me <laughs> in the middle of a courtroom. <laughs> and honestly, that's not the weirdest thing that's happened today. The parrot was just a witness. Yep. <laughs> but basically the statute of limitations runs out on this case tomorrow. Shit. So the judge is like, I authorize this to happen right fucking now. Let's go. And they do, they find there is a metal in his bicep and he cannot explain Mm -hmm. where this bullet comes from. And so he's cornered and he tells Miles, you and your father are a curse. (gasps) And he did it. Oh, fuck. Do you want to know the zinger? Go on. Greg was unconscious when he was murdered. He does not know who shot him. So he told the spirit medium it was Yanni Yogi because he genuinely believed it was because he never knew who killed him. He was being truthful. Because Von Karma shot him while he was unconscious. Yeah, he wouldn't know. So he died. And so, Yanni Yogi was innocent, mm-hmm. but he still had his life ruined because he was declared mentally insane. Oh, and so fuck. he was mad at Miles, because mm-hmm. he thinks Miles did it, and Dad was just protecting Miles. So he's mad at Miles for ruining his life, so he's right. like, okay, I want to get revenge against Miles. So hey, Von Karma is like, yo, I'm going to help you orchestrate getting Miles convicted of the murder of Robert Hammond. Okay. And Miles may go to prison for it. Worst case scenario is Yanni Yogi goes to prison for killing Robert Hammond, but then the statute of limitations on DL6 is still open, so Miles can just go to prison for killing his dad. Bing, bang, bosh. Easy. Everyone is out of my life. Oh my god. However, Phoenix Wright, ace attorney, in love with Miles Edgeworth, Figures it out, uh-huh. and now um, Yanni Yoga still goes to prison for <laughs> killing Robert Hammond, but Von Kama goes to prison for killing Greg, and Miles is not guilty! Huzzah! Hey! Confetti! There's literally a <laughs> confetti when you, when you get declared not guilty. Uh, Ta-da! Oh my god. Miles is innocent. We win! <laughs> How's that feel? That's fun, yeah. 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 It's I feel like time. I achieved something somehow. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> I feel like I defended him in court. You did. You're wearing blue right now. I just realized you're wearing the exact shade of Phoenix right blue. Oh. That's amazing. I should have worn red. You should have worn red. Fuck. Hold on. Give me a minute. Go find something red. Go, go. Um, that's red, but I don't want to take this off. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, brilliant. Lawyer blazer. <laughs> I am ready to... De- I tell you that Miles wears a grey waistcoat. So it's kind of Brilliant. Vibe. I should have worn my lawyer blazer this whole time. It's fine. I'm now dressed as a lawyer. Yes. You're very, very professional. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We are all Miles and Phoenix. I love yeah. to see it. So, Miles Zinnison. Yay. It's beautiful. Everyone's happy. <laughs> Everyone's having a good time. Uh-huh. There's a bit afterwards where, you know, we leave the court and Miles is pretty happy. He's not very good at thanking people, so he's like, 
th- thank you, right? Oh. And Phoenix's like, you're welcome, Miles. <laughs> I see what you're doing. He's just happy. Miles says, I'm sorry, I'm not good at this sort of thing. It's very sweet. Phoenix comments that Miles looks really relaxed and he looks happy Aww. for the first time. I would be fucking shaken and traumatized if I were Miles. So, like, I'm glad he's happy. Fair play to him. <laughs> and then Larry comes in, my squad Larry. of the three boys, Aww. back together again after all these years. Look at that squad. And Larry gives Miles a little lunch money envelope of $38 because Larry is the one that stole his lunch money back at school. <laughs> and the funny thing is, Phoenix is shocked. He's like, Larry, you stole the money. And Fe- and Miles is just like, yeah, obviously. You didn't figure that out, right? <laughs> I knew this whole time. He says, I'm surprised you didn't figure it out. And the thing is, Miles knew that Larry stole the money and he didn't rat on him because he's not a fucking knock. Hey. He did not snitch on Larry because he's a good snitches. man. Miles did become a snitch after being adopted by Von Karma, but you know, original original recipe Miles is not a snitch. Yeah. And I love that for him. <laughs> My squad, the lads, he tells um right tells Phoenix, I'm surprised you didn't figure it out. You've always been something of an insufferable emotionalist. <laughs> like, it's what I'm saying. Love you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. There's a very sweet moment where um Miles says, I thought I had killed my dad, so I became a prosecutor in order to punish myself. If I had known the truth, I would have become a defense attorney after all. Aww. And, like, Phoenix is, like, speeches. He's like, oh, Edgeworth. And Miles just goes, want to switch, right? It's like, oh, I can switch Aww. jobs. <laughs> Give him a go at being a defense lawyer. And actually, I, I called that earlier. Can you I just did. Like... I, very smart. Well done. Thank you. You saw right through that. Yeah. But yeah, there are points later on in games where Miles does become a defense lawyer for a bit. That's Aww. very nice. Yeah. I think he'd be good at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they all go out, they get fucking zonked drunk, go on. Lads, and they lads, go lads. party, because Miles is no longer being accused of murder. Bizarre. And that is Phoenix Wright. The game. Oh my god. The game. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad he got off. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad he got off. You know what, me too. Yeah. Considering he didn't do it. Because he did not do it. I'm very happy for Even him. Even though all of the evidence pointing to him my god. every single Nothing time. Nothing has ever looked worse. <laughs> Even Annalise Keating would have walked out. Yeah. Dropped the case. Yeah, you did it, Miles. Sorry. Can you imagine if Miles goes to Annalise after all this time? I don't think I also murdered my dad. She would have shot him dead. <laughs> <laughs> she would have bullseyed his forehead. If, like, Annalise had, like, gotten him off after this long, brutal trial, and then he said, oh, yeah, I killed my dad. Let's keep the trial going. She would have been like, Good luck, motherfucker. Uh-huh. I'm out. Yep. You know, Wes would have stayed. Wes would have been like, but he didn't do it. Aww. And then Wes would, at some point, would have been like, you know what? I'm out, motherfucker. <laughs> Let's go. Eventually, yeah. yeah. But I think Wes would have stayed a little bit longer. A little bit longer. Bless him. Wes would have been so scared of Von Karma. But yeah. Rest in peace. Oh, rest in peace. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. <laughs> I was not made that joke. <laughs> Why is everything to do with Wes's death inevitably funny? I know. You wouldn't think I was crying for an entire morning, would you? No, you wouldn't. But you were. Well, I was. West in peace. <laughs> anyway, that's anyway. Phoenix Wright. What'd you think? That was cool. I have more stuff to say, but like, what do you think about like what we just was, talked about? That was a fun case. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. I, I, I do like following along the mystery. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I was worried it was going to get very confusing. But no, I think no. I condensed it. That's fine, yeah. Oh, cool. That was fun. So what do you think about Miles? I mean, I, I like him. Yeah? Yeah, I do like him. Yeah, I, I can definitely tell like the type of character 
that he is the typical I hate everyone but you. Yep, very much. <laughs> That's always a fun character. Yeah, I'm gonna give you some more fan art. This is a bit detailed, but it's just them Aww. having their dynamic of Phoenix being dumb and Miles being done with him. <laughs> but they still love each other. Uh-huh. They kind of have this great, like, not to bring up J.K. Rowling, because fuck J.K. Rowling, but, like, Gryffindor Slytherin vibe of Phoenix being right, this, like, yeah. go hard, righteous boy, and Edgeworth just being like, oh god, I'm willing to do dodgy shit, but I love you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of dryery-esque in that sense, yeah, Draco and Harry say, kind of thing. That sounds very Draco Harry. I feel like also they both just completely simp for each other. Like, yeah. Phoenix will defend Miles till the ends of this earth. Yeah. And Miles is the I hate everyone but you. Actually, it kind of has that, like, Charles and Eric chemistry, since we talked so much about Eric, where, like, mm-hmm. they, like, fundamentally disagree so much. Like, you kind of see in this, yeah. like, fan art, they depict that, like, they're always arguing. But, like, they kind of have this fundamental disagreement. Yeah. But they are both just so obsessed with each other on an emotional level that yeah. that could never get in the way of how obsessed with each other they are. Yeah. That kind of, like, can't live with them, can't live without them kind of thing. Yeah. Aww. That's cute. What do you think about them? They seem really cute so far. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like the dynamic. It's real fun. You can't go wrong with that dynamic. It's such a, it's such a classic dynamic. You just can't beat it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. And, like, the payoff is always, like, so, like, satisfying. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice to see them warm up to each other. Yeah. And, like, I guess, like I said at the beginning, all of this is canon. Yeah. Everything I read to you is in script in the game, often, like, quoted yeah it's all there it's gay as fuck and like i think in the first game they just intended miles to just be the like scary prosecutor actually yeah. the case i just described to you the final case that was not in the original game okay miles was just the scary prosecutor with a complicated relationship with phoenix but once the game was ported to english a couple of years later they added this case Oh, okay. To make Miles more human because they realised one, fans fucking loved him. Yeah. Because he's so cool. And two, it's way more interesting to have Phoenix's rival be complicated. Yeah. And have this complex relationship with him. Mm-hmm. I think in this game they just intended them to be very, like, close. Oh, what well, well, great friends. Great friends they are. Yeah. But I think later on they were like, oh, people think these guys are gay? Okay. So I think it's, it's written... F- inadvertently in the first game and from this point on to be extremely gay oh <laughs> it's very sweet i love them oh i love that they're very cute they just have such a fun dynamic yeah and it's a very popular ship i mean i could get and check i remember i used to, when i became obsessed with this a good year ago mm-hmm. maybe a year and a half i read it presuming you of, read it yeah well, i read a ton of fat fiction you presume correct <laughs> um and to be fair, one of the things about fanfiction is, like, obviously I can't read the ones in Japanese. So often with um, fandoms that are Japanese, yeah, a lot of it is in Japanese. But there's still, like, 6,000 in just English. Bad. And for a video game that you hadn't even heard of, yeah. not that many people have played, it's a pretty niche thing. There's still so much. Yeah. And I think even general fans will play this game and be like, these bitches gay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, if I were to be the defendant, de- the defense attorney in this case, yeah. to give evidence as to why these guys are actually gay, there's <laughs> some, like, little evidence. Oh, there's some more fan art. It's just very cute. They're just very cute. Mm-hmm. Basically, there are fucking news articles talking about this shit. Okay. There are actual articles that are written talking about, like, these guys are really gay, and it's kind of progressive. 
I think this is particularly an article from, um, basically, I think it's like the Nintendo Direct. Nintendo, the company itself, which produced this game, um, they basically made a, like, top couples from all of our games. You know, okay. like, Mario and Peach and shit. And, yeah. like, Link and Zelda. And they were on the list! <laughs> Miles I mean, and Edgeworth. Um, Phoenix and Miles. Because even Nintendo's <sighs> like, these guys are real gay. Yeah. <laughs> these guys are really cute. They're, like, widely recognized. Okay. As a thing, I found this little Tumblr post that I'll um, put credit for in the um, Google Doc, but I think even, like, Nintendo put out wedding rings designed after oh both of God. them. Oh my god. It's like actual stuff, like actual merch. Uh-huh. Capcom literally made those oh designed god. for the both of them together. There's also this news article that I saw recently on Twitter and mm-hmm. it looks like a British newspaper weirdly. I, do- I don't know where it's from. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? But basically just older queer men becoming more visible in video games. Aww. Like a whole article being like, damn. This is real gay. Yeah. Yeah. And basically yeah, just talking about it's it. It's pretty convincing. This is evidence. <laughs> it's pretty real. I mean, yeah, something like you don't necessarily have to have them explicitly say it. I mean, obviously it's nice, but like it's, it seems pretty clear. Yeah. It's it's pretty clear, you know. It's there. There yeah. are plenty of heteronormative couples that don't overtly kiss that are meant to have like romantic chemistry. Yeah. And the, there is something about the like intense nature of a courtroom of the defense turning the prosecution it's kind of some sexual tension the tension there. yeah i think it makes a lot of sense to have it be romantic tension yeah and they're physically fighting it's really good mm-hmm. yeah it's a lot of fun i really like it yeah don't know where miles goes in the future yeah okay so i'm not gonna give details that was just the first game made in 2001 that was yeah. a long time ago there have been many games since and okay. miles is a very fan favorite character right basically at one point I don't necessarily know a lot about this, because I don't think I played this game, but Miles fakes his own death. He makes it look like a suicide, and Phoenix is very upset by this. Yeah. He refuses to be a lawyer for a long time, because he thinks Miles is dead. Okay. I forget why. You know, maybe yeah. I should know this, but I feel like it's kind of an interesting thing, and then he comes back, and Phoenix, I think he goes through his reputation era, <laughs> but like, he's no longer in a suit, he's got like, he's got some facial hair, he's got like a beanie, <laughs> he's like going through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have this, like, fun chemistry. He comes back and then Phoenix becomes a lawyer again and he's, like, he's kind of, like, court's not as fun when you're not around, basically. <laughs> and they go at it again. Aww. There's some fun stuff where, basically, as the games, the Ace Attorney games go on, it's not always Phoenix. Okay. At one point, um, the main characters change and Miles becomes a mentor to, oh, I didn't write his name down, but I should have, to... Clavier Gavin, I think his name is. Okay. He's like a rock star prosecutor. He looks very cool. And he has a lot of fun chemistry with Phoenix's mentee, Apollo Justice, okay. I think is his name. Or maybe that's the game. Let what me name? Look it up. His name is definitely Apollo. Mm-hmm. I think all of his, like, um, mentees have, like, Greek god names. Okay. Um, let me just look for him. That's so extra. I know. I don't know why he- I think he's called Phoenix because, like, Phoenix rising from the ashes, like he always comes back during a case. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Apollo Justice. What a guy. Oh they my God. have, I think, this is actually even more of a popular ship. Okay. This is real popular. He has some great, again, it's the same, it's the exact same romantic chemistry. Well, like that of, same dynamic. Of the prosecution and the defense. And they have some great chemistry. This uh-huh. is a real popular one. But like, this becomes like Miles' mentee. 
and he has some really gay chemistry okay. with his defense. And that's like kind of like the same popularity. Like people love this stuff. Okay. It's kind of the same dynamic. That's fun. But like naturally their mentees would be gay and be in love with each other. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he also becomes a mentor to Simon Blackquill, who is okay. the most emo man. <laughs> that is an emo right there. <laughs> he has an eagle. Oh my god. His whole thing is I think he went to prison for something. Okay. And now he's a prosecutor. He's like wearing like comical chains throughout okay. the trial. He's a lot. But he has a romantic tension with the Phoenix's mentee defense attorney again in again? this game. <laughs> Athena. Oh my god. And they're like actually straight. Athena's a girl. But you know, it's the same thing. Yeah. I can just imagine Miles and Phoenix being these parents being like, why do you guys keep guys? What the fuck? <laughs> guys, we, can, we are not planning this. <laughs> <laughs> but it shows that the chemistry like sustains in that situation. Yeah. Miles and Phoenix are still the peak. But, you know, you kind of see that he becomes this mentor to, like, all these other prosecutors in the other games. And they will continue to have chemistry with anyone that Phoenix interacts with. Uh And it will keep being that. Okay. Which is a lot of fun. There's a whole bit... Oh, I can't wait to tell you about this. This is dumb. This is a brief detail from Ace Attorney Dual Destinies, a different game. Okay. Where basically there's this whole interaction where, like, you know, they're going at it. Miles and... Phoenix. They're, like, having their normal dynamic. I think at one point, Phoenix, like, says something wrong about the evidence. And Miles just goes, like, I know that bluffing your way through things is your calling card, but your credibility just phoned and told me to tell you to put a sock in it. Like, something (laughs) like, damn. And then Phoenix says, yes, daddy. Oh my god. (laughs) And then they move on. (laughs) Don't mention it. But he dejectedly says, yes, daddy. Oh my god. Yes, daddy. Oh my I think God. the writers were having too much fun. A little bit, yeah. Miles does not acknowledge this, which I think implies that it is a normal occurrence. Yeah. <laughs> in their relationship. <laughs> and then basically, I don't know how, I forget if it's in the games as much. I wish I had the quote, but I remember reading it when I was researching this character that basically at some point, um, Phoenix has a daughter called Trucy. She's mm-hmm. very cute. She does like magic. She's actually adorable. Um, and... Miles continues to be involved in Phoenix's life, and I could have sworn I saw one of the writers of this game basically say that Miles basically becomes Trucy's dad as well, and they kind of become a family, and it's really beautiful. I think, I swear there's a quote that's like, Miles becomes her dad in all but name, basically, basically also adopts her, and it's this fucking beautiful thing of these gay dads and Trucy. I think, oh, there's also another girl involved. I always forget if they have two kids, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm gonna leave you with, um, with this fan art that I think is very cute of Miles being exhausted dad <laughs> with kids. <laughs> He's definitely a girl dad. Oh he yeah. He definitely has daughters and I love it. Oh. And these these are like to me. I suppose we made, do we make, we didn't talk about some recording did we? But we made a joke earlier about like a character who's like an older gay man who's been with his partner for so long that oh, they yeah. are like the gays that everyone else looks up to. You always have those gays. Mm-hmm. These two gay men that have been together forever yeah. that like take in all the outcasts Yeah, and like all the other gays look up to them. I feel like that is Miles and Phoenix. Oh, they are the yeah. gays that like set the standards, open the doors and like everyone looks up to them as the gays mm-hmm. the like gay dads. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. And I love it. I'm just gonna leave you with this fan. That's my last slide. I think it's Aww. lovely. And that so cute. It's pretty much mostly and completely. Mm-hmm. Miles. Damn. Miles Edgeworth. Ta-da. Oh, I'm kind of sad to be finishing. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That's basically it. Oh, I really liked him. He was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. I'm glad you like him. He was really fun. Yeah? Uh-huh. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, so he's definitely gay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, sorry. To ask you um, an objective 
um, adjudicator, are you the judge? Would you declare yes. Miles guilty or not guilty of being gay? <laughs> Actually, that was some negative connotations of when gay people used to be illegal. Guilty. No, maybe not that. Maybe not that. Maybe, yeah. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> Instead, um, how about um, they gay? Yes, they gay. Hey! hey. Yeah. Ooh, can I give the you a midlife games. crisis? Go on. Phoenix and Miles in this game are three years older than us. Uh. Ah. I'm the fictional, so like, who cares? Don't like that. But you know, they are. I haven't been put on the, like, a murder trial yet. What yet. are we doing wrong? Yet. Do you want me to solve that? <laughs> thing is, I can't make a joke about that because that's something I would probably do because it would be funny and then you go to As prison and I'd be like, oh, it was a bit, Your Honour. I want to get up on the stand and be bit. like, Your Honour, I thought it'd be funny. But Your Honour. I it, thought it would be funny. It was all for the goof. It was hilarious. And the judge is like, you're in contempt of court, Margaret. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good time. Mm. I had fun. Me too. Do you want to do a fanfiction section? We can. You could try, yeah. You'd have to mostly leave I it, I leave think. It. But... Okay. Okay. How would you rate Miles out of ten? I'll I'll give I'll give him a nine out of ten. Love that. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten. What would you give him? I'm gonna give him three confessions of murder out of ten. <laughs> ten being, I hope we don't get to ten, but we might, knowing Miles Edgeworth. Knowing Miles, we will definitely get to ten. However, right now it's three. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a tad ten boy though, isn't he? Oh, I love him so much. Love him. He's a brilliant boy. Okay, Hogwarts houses. He's be- He's a Slytherin. He's a Slytherin, right? Definitely. Yeah. You love to see it. He's great. Slytherin, Ravenclaw, second. Yep. What is his favourite Spice Girl? <laughs> Conversation earlier. Yeah, who we yeah we said we like saying... posh spice. Oh yeah, he's a posh spice he likes man. Posh spice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of music does he listen to? Or what Taylor Swift album is he? I mean, I feel like he's always in his reputation era. <laughs> a little bit. Always in his reputation era, and then like maybe in like his family era, he can be in his more like calm, evermore era. Yes, I think it's reputation or evermore, no in between. Yes. Yes. Definitely. What kind of music does he listen to, though? Oh, it's just classical music, isn't it? It's just pure classical yeah. orchestral music. Yeah. He's very pretentious about it as well. Literally just that. Mm-hmm. Maybe his, like, dad, Greg, listened to the Beatles, and so sometimes he puts Aww. it on to, like, remember his dead Oh, no! That's sad! <laughs> it's really sad! I don't know a lot about Japanese music, though, if it's very different. I know about, like, J-pop. Yeah. But... I listen to a lot of anime intro music, but I don't think that's like the music scene, so I don't know enough about it. No, I don't know. I think about he just it. listens to classical music. Yeah, I like that. Okay, can I introduce a segment? Would you fight him? <laughs> yes, new segment. Um, this is I. I thought about this the other day, and I kind of want to just talk about since this episode is going to be a bit shorter. I kind of want to talk about every character we've gone through and okay. just do a brief, like, would we fight them? Oh, okay. Got so that. should we end with Miles? Let's start with Jamie. Okay. Are we fighting Jamie? No. No. N- neither pre-hand nor post-hand. Oh, no, no. Even with his left hand, he would defeat me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Would what? Let's, for fun, let's bring in the actor. Would you fight Nikolai Costa-Walder? No. I would not fight no. him. I'd lose. Even though he's, like, a, a very nice, like, family man, no. He's no. still, he's still fit. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I'm screwed. I'm I would. Screwed. I would like to specify. We're not saying if we would fight them because we want to fight them. Oh, would no, we no. win? Purely if we would win the yes. fight. And for some other answers, no. Okay, Eleanor Shellstrop. I have already posed that the answer is no because mm-hmm. I think she's scrappy. 
I think she would pull my hair. I think she would knee me in places I wouldn't want her to knee me in. bite you. Yes. However, I would fight Kristen Bell. I think I would win. Yes. Because I think she's even shorter than me, which is saying something. (laughs) Yeah, she's very short. Vision? I'm not fighting a fucking (laughs) robot. (laughs) That man's killing me. I'm not fighting Vision. Oh my god, Do I look insane to you? Absolutely not. Not fighting Vision. No. Arbed? I have already previously stated... In a para- in an opposite to Eleanor, mm-hmm. I would fight Arbed. I think I would win. I would not fight Danny Pudi. I would lose. Yes, I think you can distract Arbed. Distract him. Yeah, things also. Yeah, you we- could you could win. <laughs> no offense to him. Yeah, I could convince him that I am the hero of this story, and I have to win. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and I yeah. would win. I don't think he's very physically fit. Like no, I think I could be Arbed. Yeah, every character in a very Potter musical. All I have to do is yell jelly legs jinx and they're on the floor. <laughs> they're all fucking idiots. I could beat Voldemort yeah. in a very Potter musical. You knew the counter ghost was just unjellify. <laughs> Again, we have to specify JK Rowling is absolute scum. However Starkid, however. Starkid a very Potter musical is very funny. Catelyn? No. You kidding me? Uh, she would kill me. Yeah. Have you seen her against that assassin? She won. She won. Well, Summer saved her, but you know, she held that knife with her bare hands. I'm not fighting her. She'd kill me. Yeah, even when she died, she took down that girl. Like, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Steve Rogers? Oh my god, can you imagine us fighting Steve Rogers? It's the elevator fight, but it's us. We'd be like, boom, boom, down. If we could get (laughs) that- Hold on, if we could get that gun. If I could get that- If we're in America, which Mm -hmm. meaning all elevators in America have guns, obviously, (laughs) I would pick up that gun and I think I could kill Captain America. Oh, how did you kill Captain America? (laughs) You shot him in the legs because his shield was the size of a dinner plate. (laughs) That's how you do it. I feel like you, I feel like I could see you with full confidence shooting (laughs) Captain America. He immediately lifts the shield slightly. The bullet bounces back and gets (laughs) you. And I die. That's very true. And you would be like, please don't kill me, Captain America. <laughs> do you know what I would do? I would say, Bucky is alive. <gasps> and then I would run, and I technically won. Yeah. I mean, we could just say I'm Peggy, because he has Peggy blindness. That's very would... true. Check out our Steve episode for the part two for the reference to that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Maybe just say, I think I look kind of maybe like Peggy with the uh-huh. hair. We could be Peggy. I'm another niece of Peggy's. I am Margaret Carter. <laughs> and he would be like, can we make out? Oh, you're literally Peggy Carter, Margaret Carter. <gasps> I am Margaret! Oh my god, I am Peggy Carter! Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And he would be like, great, let's have sex. Yeah. Great. Immediately. You're related to Peggy? Let's go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, do you? <laughs> we love him, really. Okay, Chris Evans, though. Absolutely not. Oh, still no! Would not fight Chris Evans. He's still just as big as Steve. He'd probably be harder to kill than Steve! Because <laughs> you can't tell him Bucky's alive, he would still shrunk you. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't him. have a weak spot. He no. doesn't have Peggy. We've talked about before about Magnus. Yeah. I think I would have I would rather take on Magnus than Harry Shum Jr. Because I think with Magnus you could again distract him. Harry Shum Jr. You seen those muscles? He is getting me. Yeah. I don't stand a chance. Yeah, I agree with you, Harry Shum Jr. Yeah, I'm I'm done. I still think Magnus could beat me. He does have magic. <laughs> yeah. Like he does have magic. Magic and years of experience with said magic. And a boyfriend who would kill you. Who, yeah, who would just shoot you immediately. Alec would shoot me? Oh, it's it bone arrow. Oh, the bone arrow. I was picturing gun. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow gun. hunters have guns now. <laughs> Pa-pow. 
<laughs> Got him. I would not be surprised if it's season three. Of Sh- hey, Connery chunked her dad. She did. I could yeah. see her grabbing a gun and glocking Jonathan. Do you know what? <laughs> at this point, they're so annoyed at him. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And then Miles. Miles. I would not fight Miles. No, I think he'd win. I think he would definitely win. Again, Phoenix would trample you instead. Mm. You know? I I think, yeah, Miles is pretty solid. Yeah. He's a big guy. He's pretty tall, I think. Yeah. And then he'd get away with the murder. (gasps) That's very true. Mm -hmm. Because Phoenix would get him off. Yeah. In both ways. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's winning that. Okay, I have other questions. Would they get along with all the other characters we've just looked at? Who would who would be their besties? Um Okay, who who would Miles get along with? I think get along with Vision. They're both about, you oh, know, yeah. facts and the law. Yeah. Yeah. I can't decide with both Jamie and Eleanor. I can't decide. I Jamie would not like him. No. He's too much of a rules guy. Yeah. I think Eleanor would see him as a narc. <laughs> I think Miles would not have time to explain that he does not snitch. I think Eleanor would not like yeah, him. Yeah, just say snitch, just get stitches. Maybe he would going. remind her of Chidi. Maybe. But even then, I think I think maybe she would remind Miles of Phoenix and he would like her. I think Eleanor would take a while to warm up around Miles. Yeah. I don't think she likes lawyers. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think he'd get along with Arbed. Yeah. I think they'd have fun. Yeah. I, I think like he would endearing. find every character of a very Potter musical wildly endearing. Yes. <laughs> I think they would all remind him of Phoenix yeah. being a dumb fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, we'd love Catelyn though, wouldn't he? Oh. oh I think he... we're going to end up saying Catelyn gets along with everyone. Because Catelyn is just everyone's mum. Yes. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. As she should. Yes, definitely. I don't know if he and... Something... Everything points to he and Steve would get along. But I don't know yeah. why I don't think they would. No, I could see that. I, yeah. I couldn't tell you why either. Okay. Yeah, I, I get the vibe that they'd get along. Yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. And then Magnus? I think they have the same flourish in life. Yeah. That's fun. I think, again, I think Alec would remind him of Phoenix. Yeah. They would bond over their lawyering days together. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> no, Miles would see his lawyering attempts and be like, fuck this man. <laughs> This guy sucks. Oh, he put a cop on trial? I've never tried that. That's, I'm gonna write that down. That's really, write that down, write that down. Do you know, I once put a parrot on trial, and Magnus is like, that's wonderful. I tried to put a cop on trial. Oh my, oh my god. god. Best friends. Do you, think, do you think Miles would like us? Um. I think he'd like us. Yeah. I think we'd maybe remind him of, like, his kids. He'd be like, you guys are oh, all right. yeah, yeah. He's only, like, fucking 15 years older than us canonically, but, you know. It's all right. It's I fine. think he'd like us. Uh-huh. I think he'd approve. I just think he would vote. Um, I feel like he has sense. He's a sensible man. Like, he's a smart man. I feel like he'd go Democrat. If, I feel if like... In America, I don't really know. Uh, San Francisco, it's like, yeah. I don't know how Japan votes. I don't know how the hell Japan... But, yeah, I feel like if it's in America... He's a Democrat. I feel like he's quite quiet about it. But if yeah. someone is shitty in his house, he will yell at them. Yes. Only if someone else brings it up, though. I feel like he likes to think there's a no politics rule in his and Phoenix's house mm-hmm. until someone is like a racist and then he will yell at them. Yeah. Objection. Oh, yeah. You break the rule. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. He's cute. What, do you think he cooks? I think he cooks. Yes. I think he's a he chef. He definitely gives him the vibe of like, cooking. I think he, he cooks for Phoenix. 
I think their relationship starts where he comes over to Phoenix's house and it's a mess. And Phoenix is like eating ramen every night and he's like, nope, nope. I'm making you French food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goes to the cupboards and just. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's he definitely cute. seems the sort of person who'd like to follow a recipe. Yeah. You know. I think he's great. Yeah. Oh. Love him. That's basically it. Yep. Yeah. What job would they have? Man's a lawyer. Man has wanted nothing more in his life than to be a lawyer. <laughs> so what did we learn? What did you learn today? Should you give me a summary of what you learned? I mean, I literally learned everything. <laughs> <laughs> in general. Any life lessons? Um, What's your main takeaway from Miles? You knew nothing at the beginning. Yeah, now I know everything. Everything. Every single thing. Um, what did I learn? I guess like, I guess like not like what I learned, but like what I enjoyed. I'll go for that. Mm-hmm. I I I like the the redemption arc. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like you you can't be like a good redemption arc. Mm. It, yeah. That that was really fun. Mm. It was definitely very gay. Mm-hmm. Very very gay. Very very gay. Mm-hmm. I I I will say I can ship it now. Yay! That's very That's cute. You have conformed. Mm-hmm. You're on our side. Mm-hmm. And that trial was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm fun. so glad. I thought it was going to be real complicated. No, genuinely. That was fine. Oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I could do it with Danganronpa. Shouldn't have said that. That's all I'm going to want to do. That, I'm presuming that'll be your next character. Maybe. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. This was my first, like, me episode. It was, it was great. Yeah. Had a good time. It took way more prep than normal. <laughs> it was like yeah. a whole script. Well, yeah, because it's a hundred percent you, isn't it? Yeah, but I really enjoyed the like making a little PowerPoint presentation. Mm-hmm. I'll stick that in the description. I'll like make sure I if I used fan art, I'll like reference the artists and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. We could do more us episode, like like just like one of us like episodes in the future. Yeah, I mean it depends. We're still doing our degrees. Yeah, I mean we've got like the next few ones planned out, but like summertime. Yeah, the next few ones we have three more planned until our exams that yeah. we know are gonna be relatively easy. We say that now, they yeah. never are. Yeah, but um, then we have exams, and then we're pretty much home free for the whole summer, yeah. and then potentially me for a bit longer, and. We'll have more time to do stuff. More free time. Yeah. So maybe we'll do more just you and me. I don't know. I'm, I I don't know how people feel about this podcast. So I don't know like if people want that. And no one's going to tell me. But yeah. you know, if anyone feels like telling me. <laughs> if anyone feels like telling us if you like individual episodes or not. Is, is it better when it's just us? I don't know. I, I enjoy both ways. Yeah. I enjoyed listening to you talk about our bed. I enjoyed telling you about Miles. Yeah. And I enjoy the ones where we just chat shit together. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I like them all as well, honestly. Yeah. Might do more just me, more just you. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. The world is our oyster. I know. Will we just talk about Game of Thrones again next week? It's entirely possible. Possible. And if anyone wants to let us know, that'd be cool. Yeah. Otherwise, thanks for clicking on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that That's very cool of you. Thank you. Yeah. And hopefully see you in two weeks' time. Shall we close out properly? Yeah, okay. I feel like it's a little bit square Where could we find us, Rihanna? (laughs) So, we are characterchaos underscore on Twitter. We are character.chaos on Instagram. And then characterchaos on TikTok. That's Mm -hmm. just what we're using right now. What do we do on each one? Oh, okay. 
I mean, we are planning to use a Twitter a little bit more. Yes. Twitter should be more active soon. Yeah. So we just like share our thoughts on things and what we're, you know, what we're excited about, kind of interact a little bit. We thought it should be quite fun. Um, Instagram's a bit more like behind the scenes kind of stuff. And then the TikTok is just like little highlights mm. and like other little stupid ideas that <laughs> I have for the TikTok. <laughs> TikTok is really fun. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So. Should we talk about next week? Yeah. Next week, we are far too late for the trend, but I'm kind of <laughs> happy we're talking about it a bit late anyway, so we're not as wrapped up in it. Yeah. We're talking about the characters of Encanto. Mm-hmm. The little, the little movie musical that no one's been talking about. <laughs> Definitely hasn't been all over the radio or anything. Absolutely not. Who is Bruno? We don't know. Never heard of him. No. But we will have heard of him next week. <laughs> we're going to do a little ensemble episode. Yeah. Talking about all those characters. Yeah, I'm excited for this, because we both really love this movie. Oh god, so good. So. And the characters are brilliant. Yes. So good. It was a character podcast stream, this movie. Uh (laughs) So join us next week as we talk extensively about Bruno. Yes. (laughs) And everyone else. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. See you soon. Right, see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye.